0: This is the Easy Allies podcast. I'm your moderator, Kyle Bossman, and joining us this week, Ian Hink. Hi, Ben Moore. Hello, oh. and Brandon Jones. Woo! Ian, <laughs> what is your goal this week? I want to do at least three voices. Ooh. <laughs> okay, that doesn't count. Nope. Sure. Ben, <laughs> your, your goal? Just, Just be happy. Ooh. Oh, oh, nice. Too hard. Yeah.
1: Is that a is that a challenge specifically on this podcast on a regular basis?
0: No, it's
2: not a challenge. It's a goal.
1: Ah, oh yes, <laughs> yeah, it's a goal. They're just These goals. are all goals. goals. Good, good. Yeah, yeah. Well, Jones, I feel mine is very challenging this your, week. What is your goal this week? <laughs> My goal is to generally improve the quality of this podcast. Not
0: generally, Jones. Specifically. Specifically.
1: Yes. So yeah, okay. Do I have to be like? Do I have to be like? I'm about to do it now. <laughs> or should it just be so apparent that everyone else on the table is like, oh,
0: that was it? Yeah. It's so good that now. That was the moment. Yeah. W- the podcast improved. The podcast. John, if you somehow improve the podcast, I'll take it.
1: I'm going to have 20 failed attempts at it, at it but I'm going to try.
3: Okay. To what if you, all of your attempts to improve the podcast on the whole totally decrease the
0: quality of the podcast?
1: Yeah. They'll let us know. I trust Jones. They'll let us
0: know. I trust Jones on this. Uh, my 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 goal for the podcast this week uh, is to somehow draw a comparison between apples and oranges. <laughs> <laughs> Let's start our corrections. Begin here correction music, please. Is it obvious I come up with it on the yeah. it's, it's pretty not, obvious at this point. It's obvious that I do, too.
1: It reminds us before the podcast,
0: and then thinks yeah. it's up live. Thinks up right H1Z1 King of the Kill and H1Z1 Just Survive are currently two separate games. Uh, PUBG has 100 players in a match. And you do not know where the first safe zone is going to be at the very beginning of the match. And there are three modes, solo, duo, and squad, which is one, two, and four players. Also, there's a first-person mode. The six worlds Travis Touchdown visits are all fictional video games. None of them are actual indie games that you're visiting. Uh, the collaborations with real-life indie games are t-shirts and maybe other stuff. Other things. That was, like, so widely misreported. Hmm. That was like, every, yeah, everyone was, thought
3: there was like, you're gonna go into Shovel Knight?
0: Yeah, that was very confusing. That was a confusing week. I'm glad That'd we're past it. We're that. That yeah. would be cool. Um, 5,500 Street Fighter 2 repro carts are for sale, 1,000 thousand of which are the Blanca glow-in-the-dark versions, and oh. Crocobongo is the name of the Stamper Brothers' very Donkey Kong Country-like game. And correction music, please. Crocobongo? Crocobongo, it's free to play. Just, Croco Bongo Yes You tap it It looks like a platformer Based off music Huh. Still wouldn't try it Okay. <laughs> you present this thing to me It's free Please Just give it a chance And I'm awful I said no No thanks <laughs> uh, In our not a correction Portion of the podcast uh, Jones <laughs> beginning Not a correction music please uh, Kazuma Kiryu is 48 Listen On this podcast We do not consider 48 Old if you are 48, you are not an old man. I don't care how young the person talking to that person is, 48 is not old. 48's the new, like, 28. You must be at least three digits before you are considered old on this podcast. Ooh. And non-corrections music, please. We're doing all right. We're doing okay. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I was feeling kind of down, but Come now on. I feel all right. Right, I was getting corrections like, he's 48, he's an old man. I was like, ah! Oh, oh, <laughs> <laughs> my stars oh, my God. <laughs> uh, 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 And we do have an update on Master sifo <laughs> He's not in any video. He's mentioned in one Star Wars game called Star Wars Force Arena. We have I, a mention of him in there. I like mention. that they mention it. Yep. Yeah. Uh, however, he's never featured, he's never playable, he's never seen in any Star Wars video is game. Did
3: count Dooku also? No, very different. Okay. Very different. I didn't know if it was that him was in That was the disguise. incorrect assumption I made. Mm-hmm. Okay. all oh, right.
0: Okay. However, you want, a little, you want a little factoid? I was learning I a was lot about- I was very much
1: like a factoid, I cow. was learning
0: a lot about Sidious. He was originally typed, George Lucas named him sido and so the intention was uh, they would say, oh, a Jedi named sido uh, ordered these clones, and Obi-Wan would say, I don't know a Jedi by that name, and the idea is that it's Sidious- and so it was uh, like a, a some weird like little Sidious synonym, pseudonym su- uh, whatever. Pseudonym, but it's a it's a, a name for your person, whatever. Pseudonym. Okay. Um, but uh, there was a misprint. He mistyped it into Sifo-Dyas, and then he's like, "Oh, I kind of like that." <laughs> and so the entire character changed to be sifo changed into an actual Jedi because of the misprint in that one script.
1: Hmm. <laughs> more characters, more money, more figures, more. Clusters. No, no
0: for Classic like, George yeah. Lucas. We would own that Sifydias figure if we he existed. prominently sure. displayed. We yes. would have many of them. Yeah. <laughs> so that's the story of sifo I know a lot about Sifydias. That was interesting. Sifydias can see the future. That's really? Why, that's why he wanted those clones.
2: Wow.
0: What is he bad? No. So he he had a vision Wait. of the future. Sifydias had a vision of the future. He saw the war, and he's like, "Oh no." We're going to need an army if we're going to survive this war. And he went to the Jedi. He's like, we're going to need an army if we survive. I had a vision. And the Jedi are like, no, no. And so he had to secretly go order a clone army. Not real. He didn't realize. He did He had good intentions. I'm envisioning it was said exactly like this. Yeah. We're going to need an army. We're going to need need an an army. army. No, we need it. (laughs) Uh, And yeah, and the Jedi said, no. You look at us like, come on, dude. Come on. Don't. It's dude. Sifo, come on. Mm-hmm. Come on. He yeah. did,
1: but he, he didn't see into the future that Palpatine would then take over that army? No, he then... couldn't
0: control his visions. They just came to him, his, ah, his okay. future visions. Got it. Yeah.
3: So maybe Insidious, or uh, whatever his name is, gave him a false vision. Darth Sidious? Darth, Darth
0: Insidious. Oh
3: boy. <laughs> they
0: killed him though, they killed him. Darth Sidious killed him.
3: They killed killed Syphidius. They killed him. Yeah. Who killed him?
0: Uh, So Darth Sidious, you know who's who is Emperor Palpatine. Right. uh, Told Syphidius, hey, you got to go to this planet. They need your help over there. And he's like, oh, okay, I'll I'll head right over. And and over there, these like I think they're called the Pikes. Just like uh, these criminals, they killed him. They killed Syphidius. How did they kill him? As a hit or just like randomly? As a hit. As a hit. Uh, just and random. Was it like just the a Jedi? shot with a laser pistol, or was it? Was it? I'm assuming it's some blasters. Yeah, okay. blasters. It, probably blasters, involved. Blasters. They probably like cornered blaster. him in an alley.
2: Foolish mistake. Yeah, it's alright. So,
0: uh, laser pistol. it would died, and then Emperor Palpatine like took over the whole little clone army. It's like, hey, put a little chip in their brains. When they hear execute order sixty six, make them kill the Jedi. And like, so that is why all of that happened. And then the clone army people are just like, whatever you say, boss. There's a chip in their brain that made it so they could not not follow Order 66.
3: Wow. And then stormtroopers were born.
0: And then stormtroopers were born. They got
3: the stormtroopers.
0: Flash forward 50 years. Okay. All right. We're good? Were you going to sifo Ben? Did you have I, something? I just wanted to say, yeah. in, an,
2: in an ideal world, I would pay an intense amount of money for you to tell me about obscure Star Wars lore with those voices. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. At the beginning of every podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're uh, yeah.
0: six and a half minutes in.
1: Let's <laughs> just be <laughs> clear. I, we will never be finished with sifo Never. Never. Oh, never. no. Never. never.
0: Never. Never going in that vault? Yep. We love him. <laughs> we love him. He's misunderstood. Y'all remember my favorite way to start? a podcast yes has it changed now it's not it's the same last time it is when a video game gets announced it's a video game announcement and jones i love game announcements they get me heated i'm a little tempered about this one we have a game announcement we have a game announcement from from a a a well-respected game studio i don't know i don't know if i'm too excited about it and that's the way i'm introducing sky By That Game Company. This is That Game Company's next game. That Game Company of Flow, of Flower, of Journey. No bad games. Just boof, boof, boof. Their next game is Sky. How do we describe Sky to our audience? If you
3: liked Flower and you liked Journey and you have an Apple device, Mm -hmm. play Sky. Because it's Journey Flower on your Apple device. Uh, the way you said it before the show,
2: Kyle, you said, that's that's the mountain from Journey. That's that's kind of how I feel.
0: Yeah, so you're up in the clouds, but there is a cloud, a, a spiky cloud mountain that leads up to a light. That has glowing mm-hmm. light. <laughs> it is very Journey And you light. have mm-hmm. friends that, like, go boom,
3: and, like, you can yeah, talk the cape. Them. You have a red cape that's yeah. red. It mm-hmm. looks exactly like the Journey cape. It, yes. it is kind of hard sorting my feelings on this,
2: though. Because on one hand, it looks so much like Journey... And it's coming out on mobile devices, which always, I think, creates a natural... Not mobile devices, just iPhones and I'm, Apple you're TV. You're right, that's fair. iPhone and Apple the TV, iPad. iPad. And the yes. iPad. Yes, so all of this stuff. Not not platforms that we typically get super excited about. Mm-hmm. Uh, but at the same time, as you said, haven't made a bad game. Yes. I'm going to play it. Mm-hmm. The pedigree's there. I don't know.
0: Johns, what's up?
1: Right in the middle, baby. Uh, I usually like... Most kinds of mobile games. I'm willing to give them a shot. Absolutely. You
0: usually like most kinds of mobile
1: games. Yeah. Enough to give them a shot. No, you uh, like
0: some mobile... There's Nobody yeah. likes most mobile games. There are Mo- so same, many I think it's games. impossible
1: to play most mobile games. Yeah. Most mobile games I have checked out okay. in my yeah, lifetime. Sure, sure. The I ones
3: that rise to the top. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: Uh... But moving a character around in 3D on mm. a phone, mm. on an mm-hmm. iPad even.
0: Touch controls is what's going on. Moving, moving yeah. a
3: character
1: with just sliding across glass just doesn't, doesn't feel good. Right. Um, so I know that there is a controller that they release for uh, uh, Apple, Apple TV. TV. So that's definitely the way I'll be playing this. I want to play this on a big, big uh, thing. But, uh,
0: what's funny, though, Jones, is as it was described, it's the Apple TV controller you're using for this game with more touch controls on that t- Apple TV controller. So no analog stick still, man. Wow. Okay.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Everybody's going to be gliding. Everybody's gliding. It's going to be a slippery kind of game.
2: You would like to believe that that game company is very aware of this and would make controls that feel good despite
0: the environment that they're working in. That's how I feel, Ben, because I think Flower controls very well. Yeah. Flower is great. And yeah. and, and 3D Flight in that manner is actually super hard to figure out. And they right. managed it. Yeah. Uh, some more details about the game. It's a game about giving. Mm-hmm. Uh, We saw the little kids like uh, lighting candles. I'm not sure what it means, but you're like your children, it seems. Uh, The world of the game was described as a playground. And so if you're a casual player, you can just hop in and have some fun and kind of goof around. Or there is a more traditional uh, gameplay path through it. However, it will always be evolving. They will open up new parts of the world and close others off and add new things as the game progresses in Hmm. time huh yeah
2: that's kind of exciting to me right because because the thing that i really took away from journey was the encounters that i had with other people and having them lead me around losing them unexpectedly like that was when i was enjoying the game the most and and i would hope that they would have similarly ambitious similarly clever ways of of using online stuff here so yeah but curious, ben, very curious.
0: Ben, what if I told you, hey, Ben, a new part of Journey opened up. You want to go play around? Right, them? right. Like, you you open up the game and you
2: get like, here's your Sky update for today. It would kind of ruin some of that magic. But. It's a different game. It's a different game. Yeah. It's a different game. Yeah, and we have it? to allow it to be. <laughs> we don't know. That's the thing. Is it's, it's just, <laughs> it, it feels weird, I don't know, condemning it or being overly excited at right. this point. Yeah. Uh, four four players is have. a big difference yeah, from Journey. You sure.
1: saw four little uh, characters running around was journey uh, limited definitely no. much more uh is two. two at a time oh. there's just two at a time um, and uh i definitely seemed much more cheerful than journey like journey has high, uh, high emotional moments but i think most of that game is, is either just kind of like tepid or sad you know like there's, there's not there, there's there is extreme jubilation in, in parts of that game but not a lot of it throughout and this seemed a lot more playful um, a lot you you were definitely like i don't i'm not sure what you are in journey you're a little like cloth being um, yeah. you do not have human legs, you know, like you're, 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 like, you're a human kind of shaped, but
3: no, you're a person under cloth, medium humanoid. I don't know. I don't think you don't have right like a body. You got a body. I don't know.
1: I never thought that was like important. It's cool. You know, that We, we just, don't care. Like yeah. You are these yeah, beings. Yeah, yeah. And I, I definitely get the bite from this. Like you're a bunch of little kids jumping around, having a good time. So sure, sure. I think, yeah, you saying it's more about play, uh, I think resonated from what I saw so far.
2: I remember, I will say just for me personally, I remember seeing the initial reveal of journey and being like, wow. I I want to play that, and, I, and this initial reveal is not creating the same sort of sensation in
0: me. Yeah, I do want to say this is a beautiful looking game, though. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Despite its platforms, it's it's looking uh, up to par with anything else uh, 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 that game company has produced. Uh, I just love the animations. I love the way the capes sure. look. I love the way that the sky looks. It's just it's a pretty game. It's a good luck. I'm, ex- yeah. I'm
1: excited about playing this on Apple TV, knowing that hopefully the install base will be pretty big. Do we know the the price of it? It's gonna be
0: we don't know the like price of it, ten Jones. bucks or something. Yeah.
1: So uh, what I really enjoyed also was was getting that white glowing robe in Journey, yeah. and then going back through and helping other yeah. players Being, and yeah, helping
3: absolutely. them in
1: a way where it's like I don't need you to follow me. If you want to ignore my help, that's fine. I can also have fun. Like I don't need to. Like the thing is over here. You got to collect. Like if you want to just keep going, it's fine. <laughs> and so I I'm, I imagine kind of getting having a joy in getting good at that game, seeing all of it, and then just kind of hanging out in some areas and like greeting these players that are just like, I just bought this for five bucks on my iPhone, what am I doing? And like, there's me, you know, like a part of your game, you know, like kind of showing the game off and, and uh, you know, performing for you like in, in your experience. And so that'll be fun. If, like, if I'm invested in it and I'm potentially playing with people that are like, okay, you gotta sell me on this game and it's like, let me see if I can do it. Let me mm-hmm. see if I can like see a person enjoying this game more and more as we play through it together.
0: I'm
3: just bummed it's just on iPhone and iPad sure. and Apple that's, TV, though. That's what I want
0: to talk about next, Ian. Because it's
3: like, I don't have those.
0: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so,
3: that, like, I can't care about this game.
0: That game company had the three-game deal uh, with Sony, and they were feathers in Sony's caps, those the games. Journey especially, I would say, but Flower mm-hmm. as well. Uh, uh, just these are huge little games. Right. Uh, it seems weird to me to, like, let that one go. And I wanted to know if the panel feels like this should have been on a console. Like Sony should have sought after this harder. Sony doesn't if do that. They lost something to Apple. Why not? They just don't do indie stuff anymore. I don't know. Do you think this is uh, a loss for Sony? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Why I do? I, I feel like Journey especially
2: and and Flower as you mentioned are just so synonymous with the Sony name and it it, it like you talk about it being a feather in a cap but I think it is a feather that has such a positive connotation
3: for a wide number of people that yeah absolutely it is it is a loss. Do we think this will eventually come to consoles? Depends on how if Apple I mean it, it, the 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 vibe I got is like Apple gun for hired this that game company. Mm. To make them a game. Yeah. So then no, it won't.
0: Honestly, like there's a smart call. Yeah. As Ben just said, like just it's a <laughs> it's just such a, a, a positive game. Mm-hmm. You put that up and you say, like, this is the this is our vibe, and like that works really well for Apple. I think it was a really good buy if they I, did.
2: I can imagine from a marketing perspective, it's kind of exciting because you just you need to say, This is from the people that made Journey. Mm-hmm. Like so much of your work is done
3: yeah. right there. It's interesting, though, to me, because I mean, I don't check it out. I don't remember any of the specifics, but I think I remember there being some weird turmoil with that game company. And like a lot of them have moved on and like a lot of things have from the from one of the creators of Journey, you know, like Abzu had that. A few oh, sure. Games. Yeah. Like, yeah. You know, so it's just like that game company is a company name. Mm-hmm. How many of the people that worked on Journey still work at that game company?
0: Uh, Genova Chen is still there. Okay. And he's still working on this one, which is cool. All right. Okay. That's cool. But That's it's really things.
1: hard not to have that reaction of, hey, did you hear that game company just announced a new brand new game? Like, oh, wow. What's it called? Sky. Cool. What's it coming out for? Only Apple products. Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, oh. It's like, oh, never mind. I but think there's a very a of small percentage of, of gamers that I know yeah. and that I you know, have communicated with in this industry that would be like, sweet. Mm-hmm this just got better.
0: Yeah, I'll get it for my Apple TV. <laughs> yeah,
1: right. Yeah, yeah, yeah totally. Oh, man. I I, this will officially be the first game that I will play on an Apple TV.
0: Wait, you have an Apple TV? Number one, yeah. Oh. But, yeah, ready Jones to go. Don't
1: play. have the controller, though. Oh, you gotta get that you controller. Go, get go.
3: that
2: little touchpad controller. controller. Just kind of <laughs> puzzling it out and, and thinking about potential audiences, I, I always feel like, because I'm kind of seeing it with Destiny right now, that, that it's coming to PC. It's like, man, I, I only play PC games, so I'm really excited about this. I have to wonder if there are people that are a lot of people that are very aware of that game company but just didn't have a playstation and mm-hmm. are going to check it out because they do have an iphone or something like that like i wonder if that's a high volume of people or not
0: yeah i guess it's fair to say there are more people with iphones than there are playstation 4s still mm-hmm. but are there more video game players but that's the thing you don't right. even you don't even need the return on your money. This just makes you look good. The, yeah. Like it, it, it's just like it is. It is kind of like a marketing play. It's kind of just the uh, optics in a way, and, and I think it works. That it was introduced in Apple's big press event today. Uh, a year ago, they brought out uh, Mario, Mario Run. Is that the name? Yeah, the game? No. It's Mario, Mario Run, Run. Yeah. which yeah. is a timed exclusive. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And so yeah, I expect this at least to come to Android eventually. But uh, uh, yeah, you know, it's it's cool that this had that place. It had that Mario spot. Um,
3: if this comes to other phones eventually, then I take it a little more seriously. If it is just an Apple buyout, mm-hmm. then I'm like, this is just an ad. Yeah. like, yeah. And I don't care about it. That's it's weird, good it's ad, weird to see though. what
1: the game is like, what, what Apple pursuing them is like solving for the company. You know, it's kind of like, yeah, the iPad and the iPhone are great, but like, how do we get good games on them? You know, right, because like there's hundreds and hundreds of really, have really good, good games already, games already. available yeah. that are built for the platform that would be horrible if they went to PC and PS4. And, you know, like right. there are some and some games are on PC that are on mobile but- and they're much better on mobile just because they're perfect for your fingers and a small mm-hmm. device.
2: I think, though, like like you saw with Super Mario Run in its own way, where you, you have this company, you have Apple, and the whole thing about them is they're constantly pushing new iterations of things that people are already attached to, and I think every time you do that refresh, you want new names, you want a new image associated with what you're trying to sell, and so I think it does line up and make sense in some way.
0: Yeah, I think if you come out there with, with a Candy Crush, you're like, people are snoozing. Yeah, I mean, right. And like, so, yeah, I think it's a Oh, I was sure. playing
2: that on my iPhone, whatever. I want something new to be associated with the exciting thing that yeah it makes sense the new phone
0: so yeah. you all know game announcements are my favorite way to start a podcast Ooh. uh i don't like remaster announcements they bore me they put me to sleep i just don't like them
1: that's too bad kyle
0: yeah we're about to talk about some remasters in this next segment which is <laughs> called so necessary so uh we have some rumors we have some confirmed remasters coming and panel the game to you is i need to know whether it is a bare necessity which means this is essential So necessary, which means it's so necessary. I love you. Not necessarily necessary, which means, like, I don't know. And then, unnecessary! With an exclamation yes. I can tell that's the one you want. That's the one you want. That's the one you want. I mean, it's the one I would pick for each of these, yeah. I need you to
3: explain to me the difference between so necessary and and bare bare necessity. necessity.
0: Bare necessity, you can only use it once. Oh, Uh, okay, okay, that's good to know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, okay. Okay, okay, That is how serious bare necessity is. But can we...
2: See the whole list then before? No. Oh my goodness. Oh my Atlanta. God. Yeah. Ooh, <laughs> oh Bernstein <my>. Bears. <laughs>
3: <laughs> what was your goal?
2: Be happy. Just be happy. Oh. I think I think you're doing it. Okay. <laughs> you think you're not sure? I can't. I don't know what it looks like. <laughs> yeah, I don't either. I don't remember. That's why I'm chasing.
0: What we had first announced this week is L.A. Noir coming to PlayStation 4, Switch, Vive, and Xbox One on November 14th. Oh, soon. Yeah, so there's a couple of weirdos in there that I got to go over, obviously. I'm sorry, you said Switch? Yeah. Yeah, so the Switch version of this game, let me read their their bullet points, features the complete original game and all additional downloadable content with specific enhancements including a Joy-Con mode with gyroscopic gesture-based controls, (laughs) HD rumble, (laughs) and new wide and over-the-shoulder camera angles, plus contextual touchscreen controls for portable detective work. Hmm. And the Vive version, excuse me, Vive? Yeah, uh, so it's called L.A. Noir: The VR Case Files, wow. and it's for the HTC vibe. delivers seven the original engrossing, self-contained cases from L.A. Noir. Original, uh, original, seven of the original. Oh, the oh. Original. Uh, all right. For a second, I was like, "Whoa!" Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, <laughs> I thought the phone. My first read was original, yeah, and then it turns out to be it's yeah. the cases, but rebuilt specifically for virtual reality, blending breathtaking action with true detective work to deliver an unprecedented interactive experience uh and of course uh playstation 4 xbox one uh 4k and better resolution textures and things like that so yeah uh that's common. was anyone surprised by this announcement
3: yeah yeah definitely. i agree i i was surprised in that i didn't see it coming but once i saw it i was like yeah all right why not
0: you know yeah, I mean, the why not is I don't think Rockstar saw a future for this, and it's it's kind of unusual for Rockstar to push That's true. an old game like this in, in such a fashion, but here it is. Mm-hmm. And I think I would consider it a big way. Yeah, I agree. Uh, the problem is I could not find out how much it costs. It's currently on PC. It's $20 on PC today. If you want to play it on PC right now, it's $20 US. I kind of think this is going to be more, especially yeah. on Switch. I think it should be twelve ninety nine. Yeah, I agree with you, Ian, but, you know, obviously this it's a triple-A rock star game with an Mm -hmm. open world. Yeah, they're going to do 40. Yeah, it'll be 40 40 for sure. I need to know, panelists, what what is your necessary rating on this? Jones? I
1: say so necessary. Wow. Uh, I think this is a unique game. I think this is a mm-hmm. game a lot of people could miss. I saw the sentiment from some people on social media. That they're like, "Yeah, for the five people that didn't play it, I know tons of people that didn't play this game."
2: Yeah, definitely. Um,
1: I think it's the kind of game that a lot of people were curious if it was going to franchise at all. You know, kind of like, "Okay, maybe I'll see." You. They it not like they're doing DLC. You know, it's like everything. I think except for like Bully, it's like we got Red Dead sequels, we got you know uh, Mafia sequels, we've got you know. There's a lot of open world Man games Man that Hunt like sequels. yeah we have manhunt sequels. <laughs> of course, you know GTA is rocking, and so it's like. I was potentially expecting a, a sequel. Um, and so I just think it's it's just one of those games that is so unique, is so unique visually. Uh, is unique in its portrayal of the city, like mm-hmm. a lot of people. Yeah. Um, even, like, you know, GTA 5s in L.A., and I love it, but it's their own weird rock star version of Los Angeles, and so um, it's rare that it's, like, true, true Crime Streets of L.A. is the only other game that I've played other than Ellie Noir, where, like, it's the it's L.A. It's street by street. Yeah. Um, and this is just, like, Hollywood and kind of East L.A., like, Northeast L.A. Yeah.
0: Um,
1: but it was fascinating. This is a game I brought home to show my parents and yeah. drove around, and they were like, oh, you know, like... But you think it'll be fun today.
0: That's the thing. It's like, this remastered today, you think it'll hold up?
1: Just because of how unique it is. You know, because it's not like, I don't think this is a game that you look at if you have not played, that if you are into detective stories, if you're into... Um, uh, stories with a heavy amount of uh, uh, narrative elements you know lots of characters to talk to and, and you know mysteries to solve but specifically that open world
3: mm-hmm.
1: um, and, uh, and and the combat was fun and I, I've brought up Ellie Noir on many occasions because it was fun for me because my wife's an actress and so I actually knew some of the people that were in the game and it was just so bizarre like bumping into them I was and so many years how later how weird is
0: that going to be in VR
1: well so many years later I wonder if a lot of these people that at the time were like
0: oh I got an Ellie Noir
1: and it's like yeah. what, 10 years later so like they might be people you recognize they might now be on some show you like, or yeah, yeah. you know, so you might you know uh, have some some faces that uh, that uh, that you know, and it, especially that VR, I'm very curious about. Oh, I think it's gonna be creepy. I VR. I think that's probably faces. the smartest. Yeah, yeah, I. Yeah, it's <laughs> um, weird. But uh, I like some creepy VR. I like sure. Some, I like some weird stuff, and
2: ben, it's gonna be interesting
0: to get in that world. Ben, how necessary is this?
2: Man, uh, I think Jones made a very compelling case, and uh-huh. I agree with a lot of his points um, from a. I think Eleanor is a very new, unique game for all of the reasons that Brandon just described. I mean, he's taking the words right out of my mouth uh, from that perspective. But from a personal perspective, in terms of last generation Rockstar games, Eleanor uh, is one to me that ha- at the time I really was glad that I played, but has aged very poorly in my mind. Where all of the things that Brandon was describing were, were super novel and interesting to me, and I am very glad that I played it. But when I think about the details of Eleanor, it's where it starts to fall apart for me, and that's where it gets just personally unnecessary. Like, I don't really want to play it again because I remember really not liking the characterization of most of the characters and Cole Phelps himself. And I remember really being disappointed with how it ended uh, and how the transitions between the Agreed. different <laughs> things that, that Cole was doing, the different departments that he worked in, it it just, the writing in the story fell apart for me. And the more that I thought about it, the more disappointed I got. So just for me personally,
0: unnecessary. Ooh, uh, you have to say it with an exclamation point, though. Unnecessary. Thank you. <laughs> Ian, uh, how necessary is this? I'm basically, I'm,
3: I was in line with, with Ben. I do really, I did really love the city and mm-hmm. the vibe of this game, mm-hmm. but it, like you, I didn't really, the story was kind of whatever, I super burned out on this game when I got to arson after murder. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's
0: the end, though.
3: I know, and I was like, why is arson after murder, this is stupid, uh, and then I was like, <laughs> and then I just didn't care anymore, and I never finished it, and so for me, it's unnecessary, but the fact that it's coming to Switch and Vive, yeah. I would say bumps it up to not necessarily necessary. Mm. Just because it'll be interesting to look at it on in VR, yeah, and it'll be interesting to see it on the Switch. I don't think I'll purchase it, Um,
0: but yeah, good for the Switch. I agree. I mean, anytime something is
3: is coming to the Switch, I am happy. Yeah, Mm -hmm. not many
1: crime-based open-world games available on the Switch from big developers like that. So
0: accurate statement. Uh, (laughs) like think of how long it's been since a Rockstar published game has been on a Nintendo console. Like, we had Chinatown Wars on DS. Mm.
2: Yeah. Wow, yeah. Yeah, but... What if it was Red Dead Redemption? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah.
0: Well, we'll see how this goes. We'll see how this goes. I mean, I that's like, that's yeah. a game
2: where I feel like the trajectory is the exact opposite of Ellie Noir, where it only gets more romanticized. Right, right, right. I, right, I, right. I yeah. just I cherish the the long hours. I, I would spent love to go back in Red Dead Redemption. <laughs> but
3: yeah. a lot
1: of people did ask me. They're like, "Hey, do you think this is like a test to see if people are interested in Ellie Noir to maybe get a sequel?" And no, I don't. I, I This was just a, a nightmare, I think, to develop. Like, there was yeah. a lot of... Like, there were Red Dead Redemption stuff that I found out about after the fact, the bends and all of that, yeah, you know, yeah. drama. But, like, while... Before the Nelly Noir came out, I had already read lots of stories about Team Bondi oh, and yeah, Rockstar stepping in and, and the tech working, but the game not. And um, So, yeah, I don't think that's and a... If,
3: if this is a litmus test for making a Red Dead remake, then that's bad news. Because, uh, like... If they're like, let's see how this goes, and then maybe we'll do a Red Dead. Oh, yeah, a the old Dark Red Darks Dead Talkers, VR? HD. Oh, my God.
0: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. But <laughs> well, that's bad. I don't like, think the open I don't world, think world is going to do it. us I mean, go. go. Fallout does it. Skyrim does it. Maybe yeah. we can have some open world VR. I would idea. really... I'm just very curious
2: about... I want to see all of those things in VR. See how they pan out. Yeah, See the different takes. An interesting five only. I'm curious
1: what the, the yeah. deal was there. Hmm. What's the deal? Wish I had a vibe.
0: Yeah. yeah. Okami HD was announced this week. This is coming to PC, PlayStation 4, Xbox One for a cool 19.99. Not on the Switch? December 12th, no Switch. Yeah. Am I Un-missed. allowed to ask how many of these we got? We have. I got two more after this one. Okay, okay. I think Which means I, he's feeling strongly oh, about yeah, this. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I know, yeah. It's, it's reason two. Yeah. Uh, basically, not a ton of details. It will be 4K. Interesting factoid. Mm-hmm. Uh, the PS3 version was already 4K of Okami HD. Really? Isn't that crazy?
3: Sorry, can we only use each each of the things once no, or, no, or just no. bare necessity? Bare necessity you can oh.
0: only use once. The others you can use all the time. Don't hold your breath. <laughs> Jones, how necessary is Okami HD?
1: Not necessarily necessary. Oh, why? Uh, it is a it is a gorgeous game. A gorgeous game that I never uh, played, but through working at Game Trailers, saw people play it multiple times, saw different people review it for different consoles as it came out. Um, I just think... Whereas you have something like Ellie Noir where like this is your first shot in a long time to check out this interesting game. Um, I think this is the third, fourth time, maybe fourth, maybe fifth that this has been released on another console. We can figure this out. Launch.
0: PS2, Wii was the second time, and then PS3. That's it.
3: So fourth. PS3 was the there's remake.
0: No yeah, this will be the fourth. Yeah. Wasn't the, the, there the, the like there was release.
3: like a Okami other Benan version? version? Yeah, there was a, yeah, a DS yeah. one. I was yeah. going to say there's but some it's, other it, well, that
2: wasn't. Okami, It was a different game. Right.
1: So, was- I, yeah, I would, I would maybe spark that up, uh, you know, to the to the next rank if there was like a new boss or some uh, extra, like like a director's commentary or something that it's you can cue while you're Jones. going through it or is. something. Just some something else. They were like, and to celebrate this, you know, fourth go around, I there's this other thing.
2: Um,
0: it is kind of funny to name it Okami HD. It's like we had that. Yeah, we no, had. Wasn't
2: that. that the PS3 one yeah, called that?
0: Yeah. Uh, ben, how necessary is this?
2: Uh, I'm actually going to go with So Necessary, and I I see where Jones is coming from, but that's Mm -hmm. kind of the exact reason why it's so necessary for me, is I still feel like there are a lot of people out there that haven't experienced this game, uh, despite it getting several re-releases. And I think that it's kind of in this position where it, it is often talked about highly, but still a lot of people haven't played it. And so I'm okay if Okami keeps coming out. There are things about this that... The the no Switch version doesn't make any sense to me. I don't know why you're you're not putting it on Switch. Um, And I think you see a lot of people being understandably disappointed about that. But I think um, Okami is a gorgeous game. It is a special game. It is a game absolutely worth playing. And if this just gets a few more people to play that haven't experienced before, I consider that a win. Mm.
0: Um, Yeah. Ian, how necessary is Okami HD...
3: Not necessarily necessary. Wow. I mean, th- that's generally my feeling on a lot of remakes sure. remasters, but yeah, like, exactly, uh, yeah, yeah, not coming out on Switch. I'm like, eh. like if it came out on Switch I, and if it was like ten dollars, I'd be like, all right, you know, I'm not gonna beat it. I didn't beat it the first time. I'm but not gonna it can beat it be now.
0: Four K on these other. I consoles. don't care. <laughs> <laughs> all right, yeah, it's been four K. Yeah, Okami's been four K. It's been ooh. Bob-on. 4K since you played Okami. i like to see Capcom support this game still, though. Yeah. I truly believe that Capcom knows how good this game is, and even though they can't afford sequels, they'll still re-release it. That's kind of heartwarming to in me, a sense.
3: To me, though, like, I, can, I, maybe I'm cynical, but, like, I can't... I'm definitely cynical, but I can't, mm. I can't not look at a remake of just some people in a boardroom looking at the, like, cost-risk analysis and saying, like, I bet we'll sell more... Then it would cost us to do this, so let's just spit it out, because why not? Yeah. Like, it'll cost us 20 grand or 100 grand or however much it costs to make these things, and we're definitely going to make more than that, so whatever. Just do it. I like, I don't see oh, a lot of yeah. passion behind these things. Yeah. Yeah, but I, I, think, I think where I'm coming from is
2: if it is a great game... Right, what, right. What's the ...what's the problem? That's I mean, doesn't, my Doesn't pick. that cause more good than don't, harm? Don't,
3: yeah, don't, mis- don't misread me. Yeah. That's why necessary necessary is such an interesting word because Mm -hmm. to me these are these are like i'm not against them yeah but i don't necessarily care when they come out because i don't think that's what they're designed to do they're they're there for people who loved them originally and want to just play them again anyway or people who never got a shot and like i'm all about that i love that but it's not something i'm gonna like write home about yeah you know so, I like, it. I don't think any of these are necessary.
0: And it's we'll always- see. We'll <laughs> see. I'll try to win you over. Uh-huh. It's always interesting
3: because you get,
2: when you have a game that is re- released so many times, it's it's funny how you hit people at the right moment. Like, I didn't play the Wii version. I, like, kind of messed around with the PS3 version, but I didn't really play it. And it's like, oh, yeah, it's been a long time since I've played Okami. Let's do it again. Mm-hmm. Um, and are you I- buying this? Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely, I'm buying it. Yeah, I'm buying it. Um, Which platform? Because I just want to play Okami again. Yeah. Uh, What platform am I buying it on?
0: It's coming out on PC? Yeah. I think I'd like to play it on PC. Yeah. I think I'll buy the PC version. It's nice. It's nice to have an Okami on PC. Yeah. It's actually
3: pretty cool. Let me tell you you a re-release that I loved. Okay. Which is kind of a re-release. Here we go. But Resident Evil 4... I beat it on mm-hmm. GameCube. Yeah, beat it again on Wii because the controller scheme was so crazy.
0: Bare necessity.
3: That was a bare necessity. Bare necessity. No, necessity. Yes. Oh, yeah. So yeah, like, yeah. I hear you. And, and like,
1: crazy new costumes.
3: Right. And, uh, right. There was right. Everything about that was perfect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like that to me is what makes a re-release or All a remastered disc. I think. Right. Yeah. <laughs> not not to
2: spend too long on this, but I think yeah. another reason why I'm more okay with this kind of spit it out stuff than than I was when you saw kind of remasters happen you saw the initial rush of them there was a lot of talk of man well we want new games I, th- if this is taking the place of us getting exciting new games then that sucks and that right. was a mentality that I could understand and agree with but it's like Dude, I got so many new games to play. Right. Like this is harming nothing. Right. Nothing is being taken away. Like I'm getting so much good. I am overwhelmed. I am drowning in good new video games. Right. That this this does not feel
0: harmful or that argument doesn't really make sense right at this moment.
2: So. I
3: agree 100% with that.
0: It is crazy Ali Noir uh November uh this game December like they're coming out this year 2017. Just, December is a nice actually for Okami HD. It's December 12th you've bought most of the big games you're going to buy. Uh, that's a
3: that's a Christmas uh
0: stocking I mean,
2: present. This is probably going to make me look very silly because this this podcast will come out after Potentially a delay. you those. You're saying Xenoblade. I'm December? saying I. I'm. I would like to dream right now. This yeah. my goal. Of this podcast is to be happy. Yeah. I would like to believe mm-hmm. that Xenoblade Two is coming out in December, and that is what I'll be spending my time doing.
0: Ben, thank you. I should have mentioned this from the top. Yeah. We recorded this before the Nintendo right. Direct. Right. Right. Forty-five. I could minutes. be looking like a big idiot right now. Uh. If you want impressions on that, don't leave a comment about how sad you are we record this on Tuesdays. We have Mm -hmm. it up on the YouTube channel that you're on right now. Yeah. Just find that video. We have hot and fresh impressions from right after that happened. So uh, thank you. Uh, Check that out. If you're a listener to the podcast, our YouTube is youtube.com slash Allies. We got hot, fresh impressions of what, what Will that go on Easy Allies
3: or Easy Allies Plays? <laughs> Easy Allies. Because it's a stream. We, no, we put
0: the real stuff. Okay. We put the... The, the real
3: stuff. The hot, fresh stuff. Hot it's fresh all stuff. real hot, fresh what stuff. What is the
0: the little Caesar hot and ready? Is that what it is? $5 hot and yeah, ready? Yeah, hot and ready. Yeah. That, <laughs> some tough times. that stream is hot and ready. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Thank you, Ben. Mm-hmm. I got two more. They're both rumors. Oh, so we're going into a darker territory. Mm. Here we are. Shenmue.
2: Bare Necessity. Oh, Shenmue one and two mm-hmm. has
0: been rumored and it has appeared on some European retailers, and it's like, wait, why is that appearing on your retail store? It's a Shenmue one and two collection. Jumps. How Bare necessary necessity. Is that? Oh.
1: Yeah. Why? Uh it's time. It's so perfect. If you if you have any sort of hope to get people ready for three, hyped for three, just a base understanding of what three is. Mm-hmm. Even if you only sell that one kid in a friend group. And they show up, you know, to lunch at school next day, and they're like, "Yeah, this weird. It's pretty cool, actually. This 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 game. You know, back in the day, there's some interesting systems there. um, Because even,
0: uh, you know, that it was as (laughs) somebody kid at the lunch table. There's some interesting systems in Shenmue.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Go on, (laughs) I want to hang out with that kid. What's what Sorry, is he was he eating? What's that, That's like a, a sandwich. That's oh, a big okay. little sandwich. I was like um, a bowl of pudding. <laughs> just improved the podcast right there. Oh. <laughs> okay, like, shut up. That was in my little sandwich reference. You made a yeah, yeah, okay, John. All right. It successfully
2: um, imitates Japanese life. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> 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 but
1: having oh. not played Shenmue to its completion, yeah, having yeah. played
2: it at Dreamcast back in the day, and oh then for
1: God. like various countdowns and specials, we did a GT. I think there are still... Things going on in that game that are non-existent in open world games. Yes, now. and that's actually there's, true. There's tests that they did. There's stuff that people who made other open world games were like, eh, I want to make this more action-focused. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think I think that'll fascinate some people uh, even now. Uh, and I'm curious what the upresing is gonna do. So it's if you were to tell me like you know, Okami, but it looks better. It's like okay, the original looked incredible. Right. So yeah, it's it like I'm not you know, it's not like oh, finally you clean that ugly game up. And same with Ellie Noir. It's kind of like the thing about that in VR like. You know, or like, I'm gonna be interested to play that on Switch, but I can just imagine me being like, "What was I doing before? What was the clue? Oh man, it was like four weeks ago." Whereas this, it's like, I, I think this it's perfect for those consoles. I think perfect for the gen, and I'm super curious about what how good it's gonna look.
0: Sure, Ben, How necessary? You said uh, you you burned it already. You're very necessity. Yeah, I current. did. I burned yeah. it boom, immediately. Boom,
2: yeah. um, so I got two reasons uh, <laughs> sure. really quick. I once again agree with the bulk of what Jones is saying, but uh, also I I feel like Shenmue at the time of its release. Uh, kind of was, there was a lot of unfortunate things going on where the the hype around Shenmue, like the things that it was promising to do, um, and kind of the fate of the Dreamcast, I think all of it, so much of it was writing and became the story of Shenmue. And so what I think would be great about a re-release is I think now is the time where we can kind of evaluate it outside of that stuff. Um, And there is, as Jones was saying, so much good things in it. And I think having that stuff surface and not be so... Tied to the Dreamcast would be a good thing, yeah, um, for sure. The other reason, and more important to me personally, is like it is worth existing just to see Michael Huber's face. If that's right. all yeah. I get right. out of right. it, right. it's fine. Right. Mm-hmm. That was worth it. I'm I'm a happier person, yeah, as a result.
0: Yeah, Ian, how necessary is the Shenmue One and Two collection? <sighs> I want to say Bare Necessity, but I don't know what the fourth one's going to be. Okay, it's fair. It's fair. If you just want to call it so necessary, it's not a dishonor. You know what? For Huber. For Huber. Bare Necessity
3: for Huber. Yeah.
0: Just to see his
3: face. And also, yeah, because... friendship. Yeah. Well, and also because, (laughs) like, yeah, it was shackled to a system that undersold... And I think that it deserves a better shot because it does seem like it does. Like, if anything that inspires that much passion, Mm -hmm. not only in Huber, he's a very passionate man generally, but, like, in so many other people, I think that it would be good to get it in more hands.
0: And here's the crazy thing. Uh, In Japan, Shenmue 1 and 2 were on the Dreamcast, and you could actually import your character from Mm. 1 to 2. In the U.S., there was no way to do that because 1 was on Dreamcast, 2 was on the Xbox. So, I mean, just off that alone that you would have that opportunity for the first time ever is so exciting. Yeah. That's an upgrade. Yeah. Yeah.
3: And
0: and
1: I don't know what they could possibly be, but like having, uh, RPGs coming to handheld systems and adding like a speed up, you know, mode or something where you can like skip cutscenes or something. Like I wonder, and this might sound blasphemous. I'm probably going to get, you know, like, choked down by like Huber once he hears this but I wonder if there's a way you could expedite the process of getting through those two games that's not so what if, that's
3: about
0: Jones I'm
1: just saying, well <laughs> but getting ready for Shenmue 3 might be what it's about for people that are playing these games Shamu so 3 it's like ain't
3: coming out for another five maybe years maybe release
1: it in chapters and let me like skip ahead to check out other parts of the game just I would to love like a right experience to the characters
3: or
0: yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah, being able to control the camera would be so nice Oh what? Uh, I hear you Johns because there are times where you're just waiting to, for work to start totally so, option. yeah. yeah I hear and, you. and not something that tells you right
1: away like you gotta dig in the options to find like oh speedy mode what's that Yeah. You know. or
0: just go to sleep
3: like if the character just goes to sleep wakes up and it's time to do the thing I don't know anything about Shenmue. It
0: hurt it a little bit, honestly. It's weird. Like <laughs> pa- waiting is part of Shenmue. Having a- to sleep. I don't know what that is. All, I don't know. <laughs> blah, 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 blah. The Have, systems are blah, blah. having a boring job is part of what Shenmue is. It's yeah. so weird. Like that's yeah. part of the game's design. Oh, uh, what a bizarre I, game. I feel yeah. like
2: I'm excited for us. I mean, obviously, I'm excited for Huber, but I'm excited for us to talk about it because I feel like the context in which we talked about it before it was sort of done through this like this is so great man it'd be really awesome if Shenmue 3 exists and now we live in a world where Shenmue 3 is going to exist so it's like okay let's just talk about this game for what it is not the unfinished story like let's just let's just dig in and see what happened i think that's cool yeah yeah,
0: yeah. i think it's i think it's like more pleasant than like a little scratch from a muskrat you know uh our next game that we're going to talk about oh is a double pack another double pack is, yeah, uh, that that Bayonetta and Vanquish together on oh one. Oh my fix. God! I wasted it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wasted it. So this showed up on a check. Oh, no, uh, Alta.co.uk. <laughs> price of friendship. Not yeah. the.
2: I love, I like Shenmue.
1: I yes. like Shenmue. You didn't waste it. it. Huber stole it from me. Huber, yeah. took Huber from stole it from me. This him. would Ian have
0: t- <laughs> Yeah, stole it right from Ian. Oh, uh, boy. So again, this is not confirmed. Just a rumor, but it popped up on one store I'm with box I art that, that seemed legit. Uh, and What's also Vanquish? Vanquish and Bayonetta. No, what is that? Oh, it's another game from Platinum. Ooh. This one's a shooter where you're kind of uh, going between cover but skating a lot. And it's a very, like, action-heavy shooter. Where it's not really, like, about pop and shoot, but yeah. about, like, skating over and oh, finding of area. Oh, yeah, you're yeah. popping. But not, like,
1: um... <clears throat> so imagine, like, it's some things you, like, slide up and then you just kind of, like, pop over the edge of the cover and, like, boop, boop. And this, you, like, flip over the cover in yeah. slow-mo, like... Yeah. And it's very very shiny, lots of metallic surfaces, and you got your big metal suit on. Sounds
0: like This is absolutely essential. Yeah. There's, there's kind of no reason not to believe this rumor because those two games were released on PC recently and uh, the teases, they the teases, what consoles yeah. is this coming to? Uh, uh, PS4 and Xbox One. I don't like. Again, we're gonna look like idiots. There's a lot of platinum. And I feel like there's platinum announcements that happen at a Nintendo thing. Like, uh, why not Switch? Uh, but can't run it. What was shown on those retailers was PS4 and Xbox One. And they're already on PC. So Jones, how necessary is this little? So necessary. Attack? So necessary. Why?
1: Uh, I think Vanquish is one of those games that, uh, while I did not finish, I think is, like I said, extremely unique. Mm. Um, I think Bayonetta <laughs> has gotten. Didn't Bayonetta get a good re-release on something? So <laughs> on the Wii, U? Is that hey, Wii yeah, U, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, well, I know Bayonetta two came, but I've, I just yeah. you know, came like, yeah. trying to remember correctly. And it, on
0: PC as well was a huge deal. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> um, so I think Bayonetta has, has had its uh, her turn. I think uh, I'm excited for her to show up on other consoles because um, I remember at the time. Ben Moore said that was the greatest action adventure game you had ever played, or one of the best. Bayonetta one, the original Bayonetta. Yeah, I, remember when that was sure. done? Yes. You were like, guys, guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I oh man, that game! I just. I played. mean,
2: from, from Bayonetta one and two are are honestly taken together some of my favorite games ever. Like probably in my top five. Wow, for sure. Good God. Uh,
1: so. so that, mm-hmm. um, and uh, I just think. Um,
2: yeah, but
1: holding on for that Switch announcement, because I'm just... And that was one of the other things about L.A. Noire, is that, like, it doesn't matter what game it is. If some game from last gen that was cool, that, like, got a lot of buzz, but maybe didn't get a ton of sales, and not a lot of people that I know personally checked it out, mm-hmm. um, that is coming to this console I can take anywhere and play on a plane, and, and have that game, that like, oh, I'll chip away at that over a couple months, sure. Um, so, uh, but I think Vanguard is just so interesting, and it's exciting to see it uh, back in the headlines.
0: Ben, how necessary is this? Like, l- I'll let you have it. You can okay. swap it out. Okay. If you want to swap it out, well, you can swap I, I, it I feel Huber. bad because like, I, I, I really... I,
2: I love Hero Bear and I really do enjoy Shamu and I would be very excited to replay them. But, yeah. but like I said... Bare Necessity. Ba- yeah, Bayonetta and, and Vanquish too. And I, I kind of want to just talk about both very briefly. Bare Necessity for me. Uh, mm-hmm. Because I, I think the conversation that happens about Bayonetta is just personally a little bit frustrating. And this is just me venting a little bit. Where I think she's often dismissed as this sort of character who is defined by her sexuality in a negative way and i actually playing through ban at a uh, and revisiting it multiple times, I feel like Bayonetta is a character whose sexuality is used in a very positive way, where it's, it's a very powerful, very, like, I'm totally in control of this, and you don't really see that a lot, especially in the video game space, and so I think from that level, it's really interesting, but I also think, like, the story itself is not given enough credit. I love how crazy it gets, but it's not, like... People always say, like, man, Bayonet is so crazy, but it's not just crazy. It's like, we're gonna try to make sense of this. We're gonna try to explain this to you. And I think them taking that extra level makes it matter to me even more. And then you just, you can forget all of that. Everything I just said, you can just throw it in the trash because the goddamn game plays so beautifully. Like, I, when I, it, it, from a control perspective, it's probably like my favorite controlling action game. Oh. Um, just like hitting that witch time. Feels so good. Which, which, is, the which, which dodge, is the dodge? You dodge. You dodge at the yeah. right You mode. dodge at the right time. Yeah. And then you're rewarded in just this. This it just feels so good. I I could do it every day of my life. And uh, yeah. And vanquish. Do you learn the combos? Do I learn the
0: combos? The combos intimidate. Yeah. Well, what now. I like.
2: What I like about. I, yes, I learned the combos because during the loading screens you actually get time to practice, and yeah. I thought that was such a smart oh, thing that. that you yep. can you can go and you New can. New consoles
3: kind of, they load too fast.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Not that, like, I'm some incredible Bayonetta player or speedrunner or anything, but it is a game that I really enjoy, that I always have such a pleasure playing. And Vanquish, too. I feel like Vanquish isn't given enough credit because I think, again, at the time, the narrative around it was kind of weird, where it's like, why are they making a third-person shooter? Are they trying to westernize it? And it's really not that. It's sliding around in your knee like vanquish is a game about motion and that motion feels so good and it's also an action game that that is smart enough to just be like a really intense handful of hours and yeah i could just freak out about these games all day but i i would be very excited for them to get re released i know they just re-released on pc but on switch it would feel
0: good i'd love it wonderful one one is underappreciated ian How necessary is this little package? I. Seems like people would like it. No. I would like it. (laughs) Ian? Yeah. What is your opinion? Unnecessary to me
3: because I've never played these. Straight up unnecessary with an exclamation point? No, then not necessarily necessary. Okay. They're so necessary for Ben. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't care at all. That's fine. Yeah.
0: I I I like those opinions too. All All right. right, That's
2: a good opinion. Do, Do you think it's not necessary for you because you just
3: you just don't know and maybe you give it a chance and here's maybe the deal like I've seen Bayonetta 1 mm-hmm. I've seen Bayonetta 2 yep. I don't know what Vanquish is yep. I've beaten Nier Automata okay. I've seen Revengeance mm-hmm. Platinum just ain't for me like I do not care like everyone says they control the best and I disagree like I think that they they pause action too much and I find it annoying like when things hit the screen like stops for a second I don't like that uh, it's just not my style of action game so, like, for me, but that's me. Like,
0: yeah.
3: I don't care what, like, about anything else. Like, to, what other people like, because t- that's great. I love it.
0: But to me, like, Platinum's like, like, like if Hollywood was just handing out free movie posters.
3: It I would like, say, no, thank you. I don't want that on my wall.
0: Okay. All right. I like art. Should <laughs> <laughs> you all hear that? Well, huh? sounds like it's podcast tap time.
1: The following are the official sponsors of Easy Allies for the month of September Joe, Joe Dent Co., your friendly automotive dent repair expert. If you're currently an EZA patron and are in the Denver metropolitan area, tweet at FastMower if you would like to have your minor door dings repaired free of charge. L. Fannis, Iron Harvest a real-time strategy game for PC, PS4, and Xbox One, currently in development at King Art Games. Join their community and help them bring the alternate reality of 1920 plus to life. iKeyless. Need a new car key or remote? iKeyless.com has been in the key replacement business since 2002. Check them out today and they can help save you up to 75% off of the dealership's prices. If you type in offer code EZA at checkout, you'll get 15% off of your order. Hoag Law, business law firm. Whether you're starting a business at level one, stuck fighting the dreaded fundraising boss, or finally cashing out with a well-earned high score, you need a good business lawyer at your side. Rick Hoag started Hoag Law to bring more than a decade of experience to companies like yours and is proud to support the Allies. Check him out at www.hoaglaw.com. Mango. Oh, can I help you, Ben? I'm sorry. Was it, was it? I'm
2: sorry. I just like it when you say mango. It just—I do too. A, it was a pleasure. I do too. That's all.
1: Let's—I ju- mean, it's just just mango for a second, everybody. I was let's just I, okay. Let's just I shouldn't let's have just, interrupted. Let's just mango for a sec. So good. Scorn, an atmospheric horror adventure developed by Ebb Software, set in a nightmarish universe of odd forms and somber tapestry. Go to scorn-game.com for more information or. Check them out on Kickstarter. All of these links are available in the description. Thank you to our sponsors.
0: Can we still talk about the Scorn trailer? Like, I like.
1: Uh-huh. Very intense. Yeah. Uh, wait, it's, so intense. Uh, spe- yeah, gameplay trailer. Gameplay yeah. trailer.
0: Eight minutes of gameplay. Yeah. And it's like raw gameplay. Yeah. That is like a
3: gross. Definitely raw. In the best way. Yeah. A like gross-looking game. Yeah. <laughs> like in a really cool way. Also, 1920 plus is very cool to me. Uh, basically, like, yeah, basically, year meaning,
1: plus. Yeah. Um. You know the, the steampunk vibe, right? Yeah, right, more, right, More tech in twenties than they yeah, did yeah, yeah. than they should. Right. Well, I forget I love you that. show the trailers. While and, and and listen, yeah, we just very recently started yeah. kicking off in September. We've mm-hmm. gone from uh, the teaser images from Scorn and the screenshots or the uh, uh, art of Iron Harvest to yeah. full on gameplay. Iron Harvest has right. a trailer
0: yeah. now. That's so cool. Yeah. yeah. Thanks, sponsors. Yeah. It's gonna stink when they're out. Yeah, when the games crazy. are out. <laughs> you know, oh yeah. We don't have their sponsorship. When Scorn comes out, first month Scorn's <laughs> out.
3: It makes me happy <laughs> where you could just be like, Please yeah. check out Scorn.
1: Well, I mean I imagine the month it launches is probably the month you should sponsor. And right, right, was, right, right, right. Scorn's two episodes. We're good.
0: Oh but yeah, we're, we're set. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Thank you, Scorn. I can't
1: wait yeah. till you lose that scorn bet, Kyle, and get play Scorn. Oh yeah. Oh
0: Never.
3: Also I don't I, I feel like hmm. I was like I come came off negative on what? The Platinum games. No, I like I'm not negative against I'm not against them. You're, You're on stand. This yeah. is the
0: thing I constantly talk about. It just doesn't vibe with you. Right. And, yeah. It's just a vibe. It's just a situation of vibes in it. Like if that's the case, that's okay. Yeah. As long as you're not
2: making them not
0: exist, we're good. And as I don't long want to continue and, to exist. And I don't yeah. want
1: to pretend that I'm just crazy head over heels, you know, all all because uh, I didn't like the ending of L.A. Noir and I didn't like, you know, right. a lot of the right. weird, yeah. weird stuff in that game. Um uh weird open world map too because it's very like sideways. Like like there's not yeah, like I remember if that. you go up and down if you yeah. go north south. You you can't go that far. There's a lot of, like, east-west direction Mm -hmm. uh, traveling in that game. If I had all of those games that you just talked about, Kyle, in front of me on PlayStation 4, Mm -hmm. I would play Vanquish. Yeah. yeah, I'd be like, it is time. It's time to finish that game. Because you said it's not very long. It's like six to no, six, no, no, eight no. hours. Yeah, yeah. run six yeah. hours, I think. Yeah.
3: Maybe I'll finally try Bayonetta or Vanquish. Like, I didn't play Bayonetta 2 because I didn't have a Wii U. Mm. So. I'll
1: probably stream that puppy if, nobody's, if nobody takes it before I do. Stream
0: yeah. that puppy. Stream that puppy. And I just realized, oh, I got your correction already. I would uh, love a Jones-Vanquish stream. That'd be sick. It's going to be those games. All those remasters are boosted on PS4 Pro and Xbox One X. So forgive me if I mix any of them up. I'm just not going to enjoy that this this fall and these upcoming years. Saying, "Oh, well, it's 4K on this. It's it's not it's not that on PS4 Pro. Can we just say and then on Xbox One and PS4? Can we just it's have bad. like an
3: across the board thing where it's like, if you say it's 4K, just assume that it's not on the things that are not capable of that. Yeah, let's do that. Like, let's do that. If we're talking about 4K, we're talking about the Xbox One X or the PS4 Plus. That'll eliminate
2: the negative 4K. comments. <laughs>
3: If there's anything I've learned is there's nothing you can do.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
2: uh, I'm just happy cool games exist. Speaking of which, Same. Uh,
0: as you can tell through the stories that I've plucked for uh, this week's podcast, I didn't pluck what I would say is probably the the week's biggest news story. Uh, which is just PewDiePie saying the N word. Uh, because that to me is like games adjacent. You know what I mean? It's like, it's not talking, I don't want to talk about I just a, want to It's talk a about gamer video
1: games. story, not yeah. necessarily a game right. story. Right.
0: However, we have love and respect. We have people submit questions every week, and it popped up a lot. And so that just means, okay, let's do it. Let's talk about it.
3: Sure. Cool. Yeah. So a lot of people talked about it.
0: Yeah. Well, this is, and it's talking, I feel hold like. A- hold the phone here. What's up?
3: Are we doing love and respect?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is You're this right. officially a part of love and respect? This is not. What am I thinking? It's time for love and respect. Oh, all right. Love and respect. respect. And so now we're talking about love and respect. I was was very confused. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, Here's the thing. This question kind of prompts, I actually think an interesting conversation. So here we go. Hey allies and all, maybe this will already make it into your discussions for the week. It hasn't, but if not, I think it is a very important topic to discuss. On September 10th, Sean Vanneman, co-founder of Composanto, makers of Firewatch. Guest on GT Live. Yeah. Oh yeah. That was a fun episode. That was a good episode. Uh posted a tweet in GT Live, the old game trailers, GT Live. Yeah,
3: not Game Theory Live. Yeah.
0: Or also, but also great episode of GT Live with Matt Pat. Uh anyway, posted a tweet in which he claims that they will be filing a DMs DCMA takedown of PewDiePie's Firewatch videos. This is clearly coming from his recent stream in which he continues his trend of using racial slurs. There has been a huge division of uh, stance made by individuals. One, on one side, people are happy that Composanto is speaking up against their content being used to continue profit of someone who is seen as racist or anti-Semitic or kind of a jerk. The other side people are taking is being extremely upset and disappointed in Composanto, thinking that this is an abuse of DCMAs and if this succeeds, it will open the floodgates, allowing any developers to take down any videos or streams of their content if they don't agree with the individual's views or stances. Uh, personally, I lean on the side that if Campo Santo doesn't make their game doesn't want their game being associated or promoted by someone who is seen as racist or hateful, then they should be able to disassociate, especially because PewDiePie is most definitely profiting off their game with his videos of Firewatch having over 5 million views. Mm -hmm. So my question to you, panel, is... Where do you fall? Should Camposanto, sorry, it says my question to you, Kyle and panel. Should, you, should Camposanto lead the charge in protecting their company? Sorry, their own property? Is this an abuse of the system for them to push their own political personal views? Or is it all just silly and we shouldn't care about what YouTube personalities say? Sorry for the long and intense one. Hope it doesn't derail the general jolliness. <laughs> Thanks for the consideration. Love and respect, Tristan Howard at S2Impact. Ben, you still jolly? We didn't corrupt your jolliness, did we? Uh,
2: well, we—I mean, we were talking about Bayonetta and Vanquish, and we, were yeah. Shenmue, and we were talking about Shenmue, we were talking about these remasters, and yeah. we were having this discussion of all this stuff, and uh, this is this is a much different tone. Yeah, absolutely. This, this is something that I've been thinking about a lot lately, and uh, where where I'm at now uh, is you are responsible for the things you say, period. Mm-hmm. Uh. And it's something that I've I've had a huge realization of uh, within my time as Easy Allies is, is that yes, it's fun. Yes, we're playing games. Yes, you're gonna get mad. I I play games a lot, and I get mad at a lot of things. That does not excuse this type of behavior ever. Period. That is an unacceptable word. It should not be said. It to me that is not a complicated issue. Um, and if I were in his shoes, yeah. And They took down that video. I would understand Like this this is I I did thing. This is hurting me. This is hurting my business my business I'm my business is my words and if I Mess that up, then it makes sense that I would lose business. This is not just This is not just hey I said something negative about their game, and they didn't like it, and they're trying to abuse their power. I don't think it is quite that situation. I think it is. I said something that is revolting on many levels, and is just completely unacceptable. And therefore, I have to. I have to be responsible for what I said. I can't take that back.
0: What about uh? Ian, h- handle this one. What about you, Arcamposanto? Yes. Yeah. Is, is it in your right to say take that video down?
3: Yeah, I mean I think I mean it's YouTube is weird because in a like they try to regulate everything, they try to like ads like not fit for advertisement and like stuff like that and I have to assume that PewDiePie is not fit for advertisement if other outlets have been flagged for that, but who knows? He's, He's getting, there. Still getting ads though. I, yeah. I, I also like, think
2: it is very important to contextualize this conversation. Right. I'm sorry to interrupt. This is this is not the first incident. Right. That we've we've had of this. Sure. I mean there there have been other other advertisers other business deals have fallen through because of things that he's done that have been viewed as inappropriate.
3: Right. And like I think that it's it's interesting for Camposanto to to attempt that. And yeah, he has multiple videos of theirs and like if they don't want to be associated with them, they can try it. Like if YouTube does it or not, that's on YouTube. And like Camposanto is going to reap the positive uh well, I mean, they're going to have some publicity from the case regardless. Yeah. Um, And, like...
0: A lot of negative attention, right, too. Right, but that's the thing. Just-
3: like, the negative attention is from, you know, like, some negative attention you're, like, just going to have regardless. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, we live in a reality. Here's where, you know, I'm going to be called an SJW cuck or something, but, like, we live in a reality where where empathy and understanding and... uh these things are vilified by vocal minorities uh or sometimes majorities it seems like nowadays wherein like people can do monstrous things and say terrible things and have repeated offenses of anti-semitism and racism and general jerkishness and not be punished and be rewarded sometimes by further popularity i mean like politics big example of this but like
1: well, his YouTube numbers and Twitter numbers went up after this, so. right? So it's is like that true,
0: Jones. Uh,
1: f- that's what I heard. I, d- uh, I yeah. didn't check the numbers before and after, but I saw a lot of people that are like, I cannot believe his YouTube numbers went up.
0: Right. Follow up to the question is that he did post an apology. He posted uh, an apology. Mm, I didn't right. watch it. I read it, and I, it I seemed I like it. he
3: was saying all the right things. I guess, but it's like Ben, you watched it. Did he say did. all the right things? Uh, I mean, it. What I will
2: say is, <laughs> we're judging the quality of an apology, I suppose, but <laughs> in. in he, it felt like he was sincerely sorry, and that's I, what I want to say is I, I, don't doubt that. I, I, don't doubt that he regrets what he did, but he still did it. Yeah, right. I still like I, I, don't. My opinion is like this: this thing itself is still unacceptable. And
3: and like there's a difference for being sorry. Because you got in trouble, yeah, and right. being sorry I, I, because I doubted, you actually think you right. did something wrong. I, d- I
1: doubt it just a little bit because right. sometimes people make apology videos and it's because like I wrote something or I was on a show and then I got off. And then after the fact, people were like, "Hey, that was screwed up," and I'm like, "Oh, well, I'm not. Oh, I'm not in front of a camera right now, so let me get my iPhone out and I'll record a video and like put it up." And this happened live, right? Yeah. That that was it. That was his shot. That was his chance to apologized then. Right. When he was Because I lied. saw the you know clip what I mean? of him yeah. saying it. And so he, instead like he said, did that and he then went on to the stream. Nobody watching cares. Right. And just yeah. kind of said general, like, oh, that's not what I meant and I apologize about that. Yeah. And then I think it was after the fact, oh, sure. wait, he made the video. Right. And so it, it doesn't, yeah. It, like... It, like, was I was a little disingenuous as a, as a pure gut reaction yeah. and, I, I w- <laughs> and more of a I do want to bring something is, up this though. is better for my image and this is the thing I should say
2: and something that I really don't like personally that makes me uncomfortable is is I, like, I don't know PewDiePie I don't I don't right. know him I know the things that he puts out I will judge the quality of the things he puts out I will judge the quality of the things that he says but like as somebody who is in front of a camera a lot, there are times where people are talking to me and it feels like they're talking to somebody that I don't associate with myself. But when I go back and I'm like, okay, I see how you can piece this together. It's just when when we live in this this interconnected world, I think it is always easy to assume so much about somebody. Uh, and I, so like, I, I'm not going to sit here and say what is exactly going on in his mind, the exact sincerity of the apology or not, right. whether he did it because he got in trouble or not. I don't know. But right. that doesn't matter to me. Right. <laughs> what matters to me is saying that word word is unacceptable. Period. Right. And if you don't want to be associated with it, of course you don't because that is that is wrong. Right.
3: Saying that word is wrong. And like I I watched the clip of him saying it Hubert played it before we shot earlier today and like he leaned into it. He said it. Yeah. It wasn't just like it slipped out. Like even that would be indefensible, you know. Right. But like he leaned into that. Yeah, if it's like, a Tarantino movie set in
1: the Old West. That's one
3: thing, right? You know? <laughs> but it's like, and then like didn't immediately go like, oh shit, like oh, yeah, yeah, that yeah. just you know, like he was just like, Haha, nah, yeah. you know. I'm like, this is a bad dude, right? Like this is just a crappy dude.
0: So I want to talk about the DCMA's though, uh, right? Because here's the weird thing: we are lucky. We are lucky to be able to stream video games because yeah. we are not legally protected to stream video games. Right. The, the the way that we use a lot of video game content isn't oh, protected yeah. legally uh, because it isn't transformative. It isn't like we're doing analysis always. We are playing the games as, as they exist. Uh, they're not all reviews. Reviews are protected. Uh, but when you're just streaming a video game, when you're playing the game as it is, that is a video. We're doing a Let's Play uh absolutely Camposanto has the rights to that yeah. video which is crazy yeah uh the reason that's not a big deal right now is because I think most publishers most game developers see the mutual benefits of that it's an ad yeah and so I just I wonder how long this stays up I wonder how long this friendly relationship we have with publishers sticks I think around.
3: I think we're seeing it develop i was going to say erode but i don't think we're seeing it erode necessarily but like definitely with the youtube shift in the way they do ad money and Mm -hmm. and flagging things as not suitable for ad sales uh like that's definitely a step toward this but like i think that it's still mutually beneficial enough that it it won't go away it might change and mutate but like yeah in that if you're looking at it in that mindset camposanto can just take their ad down
0: well like, they want to take the video down
3: right no i mean i'm that's what i'm saying the video that pewdiepie did for them is an ad oh, for you're their game an ad, right like because that's PewDiePie what everything is
0: pewdiepie says that's my content
3: pewdiepie is wrong
0: i made a video that no one else could make because that's my gameplay pewdiepie
3: game. doesn't own the rights to firewatch
0: that's the crazy thing is right. that, mm-hmm. yeah? so
3: like pewdiepie is wrong they can take it down
0: right and they could take down many of our videos they could take down right every yeah.
3: single thing we've ever made could be taken down well, not everyone, not no, this, right? But like every, anything, stream or like whatever mm-hmm. reviews, they could take those down. I don't think they could because now like reviews there's... are for you. Yeah, 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 yeah. They're transformative, but yeah. like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like any stream is an ad, right? Like, we just did a stream advertising Marvel versus Capcom Infinite. Like, right. if you want to
0: look at it like that. Yeah, which is crazy. Jones, how do you feel about this? What's the future of this? Uh, I thi-
1: I don't see this steamrolling. I don't see this, you know, if if this actually was a case where they favored, you know, Camposanto and said, yeah, you got to take that down. And he took it down. And it's like, oh, the floodgates are open. Right. And now everyone's going to go after celebrities just because they just that one thing they said two years ago they don't like. Yeah, this is such an extreme case. He is the number one us Anywhere, he's the number one journalist, streamer, whatever you want to call it, YouTube oh, don't personality. Oh, not a journalist. Whatever. I mean, some yeah. people are throwing that word around though when they're talking he's about it. He's not him. A, ju- a lot of people that are that are not familiar with the gaming industry are writing stories about him are labeling. Who him are as these that. people
0: who labeled him a journalist?
1: I mean, it just it, it's it's a rough definition okay. of, of potentially what that can mean in our industry. Certainly, yeah. that has changed. I think we were much more journalists at, at game trailers, you know, in the opportunities we were given and how we went about our days than, than what we do now. <laughs> But um, uh, no,
0: we still do journalism, man. We
1: do, but yeah. I, I just think that, that it, it's changed. So for me, that, that the definition of that term has—I don't want to get hung up on that. Um, uh, and you have Vanaman, who is not Nintendo or Sony or Xbox or Blizzard or Rockstar. You know, like mm-hmm. is not in this big company where um, you know you would expect a big—you know—people or people are fearing these big reactions from them. And like to make a decision like this in a company like that would take weeks and months, and you know, to to, to like. Have an official statement. Yeah. Sometimes you'll get a quick statement because literally the CEO will break out a typewriter and write something down. And this was
0: Sean Vanaman just on Twitter. Just said, "Okay, that's it." So you Tomorrow have this, I'm issuing a DCMA. So you have yes. this
1: team that uh, released a game that people know about. He's kind of in this happy medium where it's yeah. like it's a popular enough game that people are familiar with that he has covered uh, that has earned very well for him, uh, but is a small enough team that I'm sure Sean just grabs people in a room and was like, "Hey, I'm doing this. Like, I'm you know, I I don't know if this upsets you as a team or if anybody disagrees with me. Let me know, but like, I want to move this forward and I want to I want to do this because I keep thinking like, what what would it take? Like, what what's the what would a person have to do, you know, commit violence against another person for them to be like, okay, now stop making my videos. It's like, this was just enough for Sean. Like this was the line for him. Mm-hmm. And I think he just woke up or, you know, like in a cold sweat and was like, you know, I, I, maybe I'm not the person, I'm not going to solve this situation. I'm not going to like, like when, the, when you, he said, lead the charge. Like, I don't think this hugely, ah, they're all going to come running down the battlefield. Right. I I think, you know, I could totally see the situation resolving with Felix, just ignoring that and Sean being like, all right, I lost. But he realized the position that he was in to take a stand and to make a statement and to say that yeah, there are consequences because, like you said, like wh- what if we got through the situation and there was nothing? And like, right. regardless of whether you think that kind of language is okay to say online, which is unfathomable to me, that like, yeah, let's live in that future where we can just throw bad words at we anyone already we want do. and whatever. The people can say like, everyone's okay with that. It's like ev- everyone, you know that like. You, as a 20-something person, know every person in the world that plays every game at right. all time, everywhere, and what words they like. And as a the, white, the, the, rich. The, the friends they've lost guy. and the, their sexual orientation and what offends them. It's ridiculous to think, like, no, nah, you weren't offended by that. It's like, you have no idea. We have a tremendous relationship with our patrons. We have no idea what they might be offended by. We only know when we they respond to us and they mm-hmm. let us know, like, that was too much. I thought you were mean there. I didn't like that. Right. And this is one of those, as much as I would love for our patrons to be like, I'm, you know, uh, I didn't think that was great. I'm dropping my subscription. I'm dropping my pledge. That was the line like, oh, okay, I'll take that to heart. Yeah. You know, it's like somebody, you know, Sean in this industry had, was like, I have to say something. I have to do something. Whether it's going to amount to anything or not, I don't know. But, uh, you know, and I'm sure for some people it could seem like he's trying to get attention. But for, for me, it was just like, I can't, you know. So people have, you know, whether it's in politics or, or whatever, like people have that line where they're like, that's too much. I can't, you know, yeah. I can't just sit silent.
0: So Ben, uh, let's talk about everyone else. Let's mm-hmm. talk about the people who aren't filing DCMA takedowns. Yeah. Uh, why do why won't they? Why won't they? Yeah. Uh, they just like those PewDiePie views, you think?
2: I think... It's it's a it's a person by person basis, and I think Jones was really onto something when he said like this person saw it, and for them individually, that are like I don't want my game, the thing that I've devoted so much of my life to, to be associated with this. Yeah. Who's to say that that like that realization when it happens? I mean, it's it's probably an intense emotional experience. Not everybody's going to have that in the same way all the time. Maybe maybe it will happen. Maybe it will happen to PewDiePie. Maybe it won't. I don't know. I, but again, kind of like I was saying with like I. Getting inside PewDiePie's head, I don't know what the inside of the mind is of all these different developers. All I can speak to is me personally and my own experiences and how I view about it. Yeah, I, and I, I don't want to watch—not that I did before, but I right. certainly have no interest in watching PewDiePie stuff now. Like mm-hmm. as as a consumer, that's the decision that I'm making. Um, the one thing that I do want to say that I again bouncing off Jones that I think is really important is he was saying that he is the biggest of all of us, and that's totally true and. I think irrefutably a a huge portion of that audience is young children who I, I think of the way that I talked as a kid and like in retrospect, and I'm sure all of us can say this to a certain degree. It's like, man, I wouldn't talk that way now. I wouldn't talk in exactly the right way now. Um, And I think as a kid, especially with people that you look up to people that are maybe serving as a replacement for friends or helping you in a time of loneliness not only do you watch those people and feel comfort, but it gives you so much that you start mimicking them. You start imitating the way they talk. You start thinking the way that they think. And I really believe that because because I've been through it as well. I've been influenced by those things, uh, and I just that's what worries me the most. That's the thing that I think really is turning around in my brain. Is I I hope that the real damage isn't. A lot of kids suddenly think that this is okay, that this is the way that they can talk and that, that we've reached this new level of 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 acceptance for this language that is unacceptable.
0: Well, here's what's weird, Ben, is is if PewDiePie <clears throat> was on the tonight show, if PewDiePie had an employer, yeah. he'd be fired. Right. Instead, Bill Maher wasn't Touche. <laughs> Touche. Touche.
3: We live in this reality now. <laughs> We're in the bad reality. We're <laughs> bastards And Bill Maher was like, things.
0: it's okay for me to say yeah, that. Bill yeah, Bill Maher oh like, my- it's
3: a joke. He was like even smarmy
0: about it. You don't know where I grew up. Oh my gosh. And it was just like... <laughs> yeah. And
3: then the next week they did like a racial sensitivity episode or whatever. Yeah. And that was it's like, oh, okay. Everything's yeah. <sighs> fine. And like, yeah, America has a huge sensitivity to that word. Mm-hmm. More sensitive than other countries. But still, like, if you're in... The public eye like that, you have to be aware of those sensitivities and respond in kind. And like, I mean, in this in this instance, I think PewDiePie should just take the Firewatch videos down himself mm-hmm. and just stop the train well before it crashes into the village. You know, like what, that's got to be just you know pennies. The, right. It's like nothing like, to him. On, like, man. also like, he's it's a repeat. He's a repeat offender. Like. There was the anti-Semitism stuff, where the like the bizarre like video and like whatever and like all these things, and it's just like, look, the people who are on his side still like, just go for it, you know, like go be over there with the your toxic on scream on jockeys. What about well, yeah. all the videos? that that's game the thing is like didn't say
0: take our video. That's down.
3: the thing It's, like, how, what? Where do you draw the line? And it's like with firewatch and Sean Vandeman, it's like that offended him personally. He's Mm -hmm. taking personal action Mm -hmm. to do that. And I think that that's the right thing is like, because you're allowing your video, like if anything, like letting him have any of your mind share or bandwidth, like I've never watched any of his videos because I do not care about this person. Right. He basically doesn't exist to me. And it's like, that but I still see a, a news story like this and I'm like oh that is terrible like that's bad I wouldn't want to be associated with him right but
0: that's my choice but the reason I think you have to care about him is because of his audience mm-hmm. oh I agree
3: yeah. I I 100% agree with everything the ben reason said. why it
0: is relevant right. is right. Because yeah. his I audience right yeah, yeah.
3: I 100% agree yeah for I, me I'm yeah. like screw that guy I decided that years ago I, like but yeah I don't I don't want to use this opportunity. <laughs>
2: To make this seem like I'm puffing us up, but I, 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 I think it is relevant to the conversation. There is a reason why our slogan is love and respect. That wasn't a mi- mistake. I don't think we're always 100% faithful to it in the way that we want to be, mm-hmm. but it's something that we strive for. It's something that when we do feel like we mess it up, we talk about, we reevaluate. Right. Um, because I, I think as a group, we decided that this was something that was important to us.
3: Yeah. Yeah, love and
1: respect is not a constant, it's a goal. Yeah. It's right. what we sure. strive for. Yeah, it's what we like strive for. You know, yeah. we've we finished many group streams and many shows and shoots and stuff like that. We're like, the moment the cameras turn off, we're like, what is, was that cool, that thing? Yeah. You fight? Were you okay with like, that? Like, was that yeah, too yeah. far? Or even the like, like, days later, you know, we were walking around during PAX, and I was like, oh, yeah, hey, that thing is, uh, two weeks ago. We never really, like, resolved that. Yeah. Um, and so it's just an ongoing process, because... This is, a, this is a very heated thing that we do. It's very competitive. Right. You can get very frustrated, you know, yeah. and it feels like you know stuff like that. And it's live. And I've heard people bringing up, you know, it's like, well, that word's bad. Well, how about this word? And it's like, well, let's figure out this word, and then we'll move on to that. Right. <laughs> but I, I think one thing also about these companies that are not doing something right now is it's not only uh, personally, emotionally, what you're willing to take before you feel like you need to stand up and say something. It's also predicting what he's going to do next. Mm-hmm. So I think in the eyes of Vanderman, he's like, I don't like this guy. This guy's never going to change his tune. This right. is always the way he's going to be, who he is. Yeah, I know right. what I'm going to do in the future of my company. I don't need him. I don't want to be associated with him. I don't think he needs me. I want to make a clean break here.
0: Let's uh, let's humor the slippery slope then, Jones.
1: With, I think the moment Sony's like, yeah, us too. Now you're just always going to remember Sony and Campo Santo and, you know, PewDiePie, and that that's going to be a part of that story. Yep, Whereas, right. say, PewDiePie does a complete 180 right now, stops streaming, takes all the money he's earned, donates it to charity, to the NAACP, you know, and like and, do, and only does streams about, you know, togetherness, does interviews, all the, like, whoa, just complete turnaround. Right. Mm-hmm. Then, you know, whoever just condemned him on this day is like, oh, wait, you know, like, oh, crap, now I got to go back. And so I think I think there might be a little of that, too. It's like, we don't know where the situation's gonna go, so the second we insert ourselves into it now, re- we have no power over what happens next, and then now we're tied when, to it.
3: I think I think you hit the nail on the head, too, is because Campo, San- Campo Santo is now intrinsically, like, intertwined with this story. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, like, their brand, for better or worse now, is tied in with this mm-hmm. story now. Like, and anyone else who doesn't do anything say what you will about being complicit with this racist act, but like they're not becoming a part of this particular narrative. In the future, I think the smart move would be if I'm Sony and I don't want to be interact don't want to interact with Pewdiepie is I just don't give him games anymore and mm-hmm. I don't give him any time anymore and I just phase him out that way yep. because then I can not be a part of this story and cut ties. Without, without getting involved, that right? You I, just, I might
1: have reworded in a weird right. way. Wait, what
3: do you mean? By you that? just stop yeah. from here on, and like that's how that's how I think I would handle it because I don't like getting in the public in that in that particular way. I don't necessarily, but like obviously, I'm against that kind of language and stuff. But it's like you can cut ties, you can burn someone without burning them, right? You know, like you can cut them out of your life. I did it with all my friends in freshman year when I realized these guys are mean to me. You know, like, I'm not dealing with this anymore.
1: You know, you just do it. You just leave. So you will not be sending PewDiePie a copy of Swords. That's not happening.
3: Correct. Okay, I'm not going to send, yeah. Right. You know. But you had a great but, point,
1: Kai. I kind of like where you were steering this. Because I think that's the last part we haven't talked about is, like, what people are afraid of. Like, right. you know, this, this, yeah. like, does does this open the floodgates? Does this mean other people are going to jump in and be like, yeah, you know what? I don't like yeah. That you don't like great bubblegum. Get off my... In theory... Get out of my game.
3: In theory, that there would be checks and balances. Like, that's how patent trolls get stopped. I mean, sometimes they get way farther than they should, but, like, there should be a system in place, like, YouTube or someone would have to become involved, and a third party would have to mediate these things, because... Oh, yeah.
0: It's nuts Twitch works, it's nuts YouTube works, right. as it does right like,
3: now. Things are very tenuous and yeah. I I hope think I guess just because like generally people are okay. I don't know. Like Bec- people because could of be, free advertising. Because right, right, people it, could be taking advantage of everything. Like you could say that about
2: anything. It's like I think that's I think that's where I'm coming from with it. I actually don't think people are wrong in thinking about the slippery slope. It is it is good to have that skepticism. It is good yeah. to wonder if and when these companies will be abusing their power, but I think if you take a step back and you look at YouTube and you look at Twitch It is insane that we're able to do what we do as freely as we're able to do it. And it's only gotten more prevalent and more powerful over time.
1: Right. I've been on the other side of this argument with completely different other things as far as that slippery slope thing. Where like there's a legal case that's going, and I'm like, wait a minute, I don't like this because then that means if this you know person that brought this case against this big corporation wins, then anybody can bring it under these circumstances toward companies and be like, well, I don't like that, and I don't like that. Yeah. And uh, I one time uh, had just a great run around two hour uh, debate. I wouldn't call it an argument. It was like a nice healthy debate uh, with someone who's in law school, and and they were like the thing you have to understand is when these policies are set forward when we when they when they set up things like this that uh, is a tool that developers can use to stop youtubers or to say like i don't like this content it doesn't mean anything unless someone acts on it. Right, you know, like, right. It literally is, is air. It's just, it's, it has no value whatsoever until that one person's like, you know what? Let's, let's do it. Let's, um, I'm going to put my gloves on. Let's step into the ring. Let's make this right. happen. Mm-hmm. And it might say like, Firewatch of all games? And it's like, it doesn't matter what game it was. It just matters that you have the person who thought it was okay to say that. You have the person who didn't. And they're the ones that are going to meet and actually see if this is relevant. See if this law... Um, I don't know if it's a law, what you would call it, but like... um, It's law, baby. It's law to see if it holds up. Yeah. And we'll
3: see. And I mean, like, this is something that I think about a lot for us, because I think I've, like, joked around and said, like, man, I I hope it's not just a matter of time before one of us says something terrible accidentally or, like, is misconstrued or whatever. Because, like, yeah, we're just talking off the cuff constantly, Mm -hmm. all the time. And I think that we got lucky that generally we're all, like, decent people, but, like, Speaking for myself, like, my tone often sounds more intense than I intend it to, and a lot of things that I say are misconstrued as, like, pretentious or, like, that I look down on people for liking Bayonetta or whatever it is. Like, I'm probably pissed people off in this podcast right now, but, like, that's the kind of difference is, like, tone and intention and repeated actions are things that you can point to and say like, okay, this has happened over and over and over and over again. Trends, yeah. yeah. Right, it's a trend. Behavioral trends. Right. And but, like, I definitely think like, I, I, I am terrified of like accidentally saying something, like not that I think I would, but like saying something and then trying to apologize for it. But like, I would feel so shamed and terrible that I don't even know what I would do, you know? Like, I wouldn't just slough it off, shoot out a little video saying like, oh, sorry, I said that thing. And then like move on with my life like nothing happened like a lot of these people seem to do like, I don't know. It would change you. I, one would think.
0: I, I think everybody going back to just the root of the question, uh, the idea of if this, if this works, is it a bad sign for everyone else? And it's just like, look, everybody is lucky that video games let them use their stuff. You know, uh, I do think that in three years, this business will be way different I Mm. really do see it going that way. It's very
3: different now from how it was when we were in GT.
0: Yeah. And I was thinking about like uh, when I was on GTTV as a uh, production assistant on GTTV, I used to have to write down how many seconds of each video game were there because they had to pay rights to the owners of those video game clips on that TV show. And that's just because that's how rights work. And just like we're so lucky that the internet is so wonky right now. I just don't see it lasting forever. And I, and I, I can almost see this being a spark, but yeah, I I
3: think, I think like more likely things to be a spark are like things like, um, SAG voice actors union stuff. Sure getting into that kind of territory where video games would then want to monetize more on. And on we're,
0: we're showing music. We're showing perfor- voice acting performances. Right. right. And it's like, streams, how do you monetize
3: that? Uh,
1: yeah. Yeah. I think the biggest, just, just as somebody who's been doing this for a very long time, yeah. the one where I was like, boy, we're going to get nailed and nothing happened. I was like, get out of here. Mm-hmm. When we did the star Wars retrospective. Yeah. And I just had my way with all six Williams soundtracks. We
0: uh, episode <laughs> one through
1: six. I was yeah. like, I'm putting it all over this. And like, Nothing. They are those never, on YouTube, though? Uh, still, yeah. You can oh, go okay. check wow. Out the, I didn't know about those. Sneaky um, Jones. And nothing, yeah. Never got a cease and from Lucas or Until John Williams. Until now. Or, you know, Century Fox or anything.
3: I was like, whew. Yeah. We don't own that content anymore. No. Talk to IGN <laughs> or whoever. So, yeah,
0: I'd say if you, if you are afraid of that, if you are afraid that this is this is going to, like, yeah, eventually we're going to lose these rights. They're not ours. We don't have the right to stream any game we want and say all the words that we want. That's not a right. That's not right. a thing That's a, yeah. that, is, that belongs to us. This is all ephemeral. Yep. And so uh, it's good and while like, it lasted.
3: Well, and also, like, one would ho- if the system is working properly, yep. bastards would be punished and not allowed to do things that are bad, and then the good people wouldn't be.
0: Sure. know. Anyway, I guess you could say PewDiePie was punished. He lost a deal uh, that he had with Maker, I believe, and he lost a deal with YouTube Red. He had a show. It's just yeah. like, we're not doing that show anymore. Uh, but yeah, YouTube will still host them. Come on, all that right. money. Why would you say no to right. it? Right.
3: And then, then yeah, then you get into a thing. is like Google evil because they let his videos continue to exist. It's like, yeah, they're a giant multinational corporation. Of course they're evil.
0: No. Google's catchphrase is do no evil. That's the most evil catchphrase.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Like, everything is evil in this world. Like, just be a good person yourself and do your best. Because, my God, it's full of wolves. The hurricanes are coming. The hurricanes, the fires, (laughs) the crazy people.
0: Thank you, Tristan. I I think that was a more uh, elongated answer than you expected. But that was intense. You got to. You 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 have to, yeah. Uh, So we are running long. Let me just do a short one. Okay. Mm. Are you ready for a short little exciting one? Hang on. I Ooh. need to like
3: decompress for a
0: second. Okay.
3: <clears throat> Was that all right? Was everything okay?
0: No, like we're done. We're done for it. We're done? <laughs> yep. <laughs>
3: Don't joke around about that. <laughs> you said
0: too much. Andrew Null sends this question to us. Hey, allies. Alien Covenant oh, came out this year. This is a heavy one. Why?
3: Because you brought up Alien Covenant. That movie's trash. Wait for it though. Wait oh.
0: for it. Alien Covenant came out this year and a new Predator film is coming out next year is it time for a new Alien vs. Predator game?
3: Oh,
1: yes. Yes.
3: Yes. yes. 100% yes. 1,000% yes. 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 1, yes. No. Bare, necessity. No. Bare necessity. Bare necessity. Oh. Oh. Dude, AVP 2 is so good. All right, that was a good yes. question. Mm, avp 2 is yeah.
1: so though, right? good. Oh, yeah. The shooter you play is all three?
0: Yeah. But you but what pick about, your alien. You What can pick about Marine? a brawler? Oh. What about the Alien vs. Predator arcade game?
1: Oh. I mean, that was fun, but
3: mm. the guy playing Dude, like a so good, good AVP 2? Especially
1: oh. so many different layers of horror, whereas like if you're a marine and you're going against those two, that's its own oh. different type of scary. Or if you're a, a predator, predator and you're going against them, that's its own type of challenge different because it's all score-based. But if you're the alien, it's the species, so it's less about you and more about the hive. Oh. And it would be so great if... You could do that in real time. So when I played it on Jaguar, it was like, well, you're, you pick Marine, and now you're Marine for the campaign. Credits done. Yeah. Whereas it'd be neat if you start the game, and it's like you can leave this like character anytime you want and switch over to Predator or Alien. Mm-hmm. You can go through the whole campaign and never play as the Alien, but you're you're also never affecting what they're doing too. So if you want that ultimate ending, you have to one third evenly each character to make their all them achieve all their goals at the same time. Make sure this, this conflict that's happening on this alien planet, everybody wins. The Predator other. gets his good yeah. kills and gets out. The aliens don't get wiped out, and the Marines escape. You know,
0: it's funny. We talk Jeez. a lot about uh, PUBG clones, uh, Battle Royale clones. <gasps> like... Oh. <laughs> it would work. Oh. It would work here because that's the, because kind of the way We're the movies work out. The last person standing. Yeah, uh, It couldn't be mode, even,
1: though. You, at you, least. you couldn't have as many predators as aliens are. But you'd have to have more aliens than Marines and then very, only like, like three, three or three four. Predators. Predators. I don't know if you even
0: have Marines. Why bother? What do you mean Alien bother? versus Predator. What are the Marines doing here? Do just trying to get the out. grenades and driving
1: tanks <laughs> sure, and okay, shoot stuff right. up
3: and yeah. Or if it's not Marines, but you're just like citizens. If I'm a Predator, it's mm-hmm.
1: way more fun to kill a Marine than it is to kill an alien. So, so a, let's say
0: yeah, like man. if you die, you become an alien. And then so like aliens have increased speed outside of the safe zone. So basically oh you become a swarm of aliens if you die. And so it does. It feels like the swarm of aliens are closing in they on you. They are the safe zone, As so you're just yeah. like a cool Predator. Just
3: <laughs> if you're the Predator, yeah. if you're the Predator in PUBG, it would work a little differently the last man standing the predator ha- can be killed by anyone but has one target that they're there to kill
0: okay that's cool or oh.
3: or or the predator has to take out the leader like whoever is like that's what surviving predators the longest, predators they care are about just killing this for sport. The apex predator, yeah. they're doing it for sport. Or, or yeah. there's
1: like a point system where like if you kill someone, it ranks how many people they've killed, right? And so it can it adds up the value of the that, bounty that goes kill, up. You know, for the, so like, yeah. If you're just taking out stragglers, you're not going to do very right. well. Talking
2: about gotta have more than one predator
1: though, because you oh. have them the competing against
2: each other. Talking yeah, about it's like the apex predators. predator, yeah. The whoever the last survivor is, that's when the predator spawns. And it's just you
0: versus the Predator. Oh. Oh. Yeah, so it's like Nick. a so secondary cool. mode. So It's yeah, oh. no, that's a game after a game. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. it's, Schwarzenegger a v predator. it's just PUBG and a Predator show. It's PUBG at the end. It's
3: PUBG and Aliens. The chicken
2: dinner is the Predator. And at the yes. end,
3: the, the, and the, the p- human or the alien, whoever lives, faces a Predator. Right. <laughs> yeah. yep. Did you just do the Predator noise? Oh, yeah, that freaked me right out. Oh my God. Thank Well,
1: there'd be like a billion different modes. But
3: now that game doesn't exist. No. This is a mode in a full avp game too with com- yes, campaigns yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. Oh, there's still a campaign oh! okay. All right,
0: it's time for bets god <clears throat> Next i want week's that game so hard uh marvel vs. capcom infinite released uh or will release on tuesday september 19th we're going to join a quick match we're going to select two random characters if there isn't random select we're going to close our eyes and jiggle the analog sticks and once we get into our match, we're going to hold right on the left analog stick for the entire match, regardless of where we start.
3: Right meaning right, not forward or right. backward. Mm-hmm. Just actual right on the controller.
0: Yep. How long will we survive, Brandon Jones? 19 seconds. Ben Moore. Ooh. 20 seconds. Ooh. Oh. <laughs> I've got the outside, 32 seconds. <gasps> okay. I have 20 seconds. Ooh. Oh. Uh. Ant the wild card oh, yeah. don casanova don by law bets 1 minute and 4 seconds sweet faithful don <laughs> yeah jones we ended up way too close on that i don't feel too good about us running the board here
1: i like being i like being low though the low yeah.
0: if we just die in 8 seconds
1: it's totally
3: yeah
0: it's totally
3: possible We'll see. (laughs) So then, anything about what
1: I what I've never seen every time we've done this, Mm. and I'm surprised because you think like that's one of my favorite things about fighting games is really like seeing the personality of that player, you know, come through that character. Yeah, Mm -hmm. is that moment of realization of like they're not even trying right you know like wait, wait a minute oh you're the player against some joker you that's feel flagging like you're like just not paying attention mm-hmm. and so like you just kind of you reserve you block a little bit and then just like wait wait a minute and then okay um you know <laughs> yeah. i'm cashing in all my chips and ending yeah. this right now yeah um but sometimes they don't. They People with People will be fun with you and like, and
3: like yeah, duck yeah. a little. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. If they if they start joking around, Don like Don they wins. realize you're like AFK or something, Don wins. If that's if right. they wait, if they Don if they're wins. polite, oh Don always wins. Oh yeah.
0: Speaking of Don winning, let's talk about last week's bet. Oh, we didn't have a Don vote actually last time. Uh, talk about Destiny Two, which released on Wednesday Woo! of uh, last week. What will the trophy percentage be for the following trophy? Long and Winding Road reach level 20. Ben, if you could look that up while I recite everyone's uh, bets. I was surprised. How do you look that up? uh, It's cool. I use the app. Use a little PlayStation app. Uh, Jones, you bet 8%. Bloodworth bet 65%. I've got it. Huber bet 74.3%. I bet 22%. And the actual percentage of people who have the trophy for reaching level 20 is... (sighs) 69.5% is what it says. And that is definitely a win for Bloodworth, who had sixty-five. Wow, it's so many people.
2: Common, 69.6. Are you level
0: twenty?
2: I'm not level twenty. He's. Are you, I am. Yeah, he's. He level level I 20? beat the story at level
3: nineteen. <laughs> I'm and level then eleven. It bumped me to twenty-one. I can't I
0: believe that many people have like beaten the game. If you finish
3: the story, I thi- I don't know if like for sure if it like just puts you at twenty. A friend yeah. of mine thought that maybe they did just mm-hmm. put you at twenty if you beat the story under twenty, but yeah. like you you gonna be twenty by the time you beat. <laughs> Does it count if <laughs> I got story. level twenty? The event is that no that one line. It kind of counts. It, it just it counts. gives
0: me an impression of how long it takes. Sure, and it's like seven hours but tops. Just, but, most but blood people,
1: did mention that afterward. He was yeah. like, "Ben got level twenty at the event. It's yeah. gonna be six." He so had
0: inside so info. We're like yeah, ooh. Yeah. Um, but uh, <laughs> it's just crazy because like most people don't finish most games. Yeah, and this idea it's true. that uh this fan base has just mauled through that game is mm. crazy. Well,
3: and the weird the weird thing about Destiny is. Hitting level cap is not finishing the game. Right. Mm-hmm. Hitting level cap is like, here's the point. Pl- like, it really is like the real Destiny 2 starts right. here. Yeah. It's like, exactly. it's like if you're actually going to play this game, you start after you beat the game. <laughs> well, you know?
0: No, it's horrifying. Like South
3: Park, Warcraft.
0: <laughs> right. Now we can finally play the game. <laughs> right, right, exactly. <laughs> it's like,
3: you have to hit level cap to actually play it. So, brings our score to Purple Pie
0: 17.
3: <laughs>
0: oh, <laughs> Red <laughs> Eagles 20. <laughs> Three point gap, Jones. We're doing do we do? yeah, Apparently, we, we can, it. can, we so can it. do Drushed
1: the caca for like 10 seconds if we want to. We
0: don't need to.
2: We can't. Uh, we are not. I'm just trying to improve the podcast. Look. Purple platypus.
3: That's, that's, that's how long they make that's that sound. That's how long they make sound. I want to do a, a 10 second, second platypus.
1: It's a I'm, scientifically I'm perfect noise. I'm communicating with my bet partner right now. Oh, I mean, I'm I don't sorry. don't know. That just, wasn't intended. When do, wanna, do we
0: get to change animals? Uh, at the end of the year. Do you want to, if you, if you lose, however, if you win your purple platypie for another game. We're gonna lose.
3: We should pick points back right We should pick a thing that actually
0: makes a noise. We should, yeah, we should pick a thing that makes a noise. We should, we should fight. I don't know if you remember, it was a really fun random game. Everyone came up with our name suggestion. The random my name was fun.
3: good my name was amazing. <laughs> I don't remember what it was got purple
0: platypi. but
3: I remember it being amazing like yeah. so good and then I was de- depressed when it didn't make
0: it. Think a poor Bloodworth, who actually submitted. No, it's great. it's great. It's great. It was clearly blood to a throwaway. Feel. I don't think that was a throwaway. I think, you know what, honestly, no, it's I a think good pick. Blood it feels good. About it, it was a good yeah. pick. Yeah. I'm going yeah, to go pick.
2: out and live and say Purple Platibi is good, good about. stuff. Yeah. That's it's a good, good stuff.
3: stuff. <laughs> it's, it's, good stuff. Just <laughs> n- it's just hard to make the scientifically accurate noise that Ben and I
0: can make. Yes. It takes two people to do it. Only two of the Purple Platibi can do that. Yeah. And that's us. And that's the two of us. If you loved everything you heard in this podcast, you might want to check out patreon.com slash easy allies <laughs> because that is how you get early access to this podcast. Uh, if you are a $5 patron of the Easy Allies, you get this podcast two days early. You get it on Wednesdays instead of Fridays. And you can complain Bless to us on Wednesday that we didn't get the Nintendo stuff in the podcast. Uh, think of the benefits. Uh, but really, that's cool. It, it's it's nice to see that we have a lot of benefits there. That's, that's also where Love and Respect comes with from. Uh, you get something also, else
1: early. What's that, Jones? You get something else early. What am I getting early on? Oh,
0: are you doing promos right now? Oh, for... you, got, baby. you didn't I win. I can't, I
1: can't. I know I didn't win, but no, I'm doing a promo. Okay. I'll let you I am doing a promo.
0: You're actively improving Deal this podcast. With yeah, yeah. All right. I'll let you. Oh, oh I thought I made so it for
1: was... a minute. Yeah. It's, it's touching the can though. It's yeah. close to the, yeah. yeah. Uh, on September 20th on youtube.com slash easy allies, we will be premiering our souls retrospective, five part retrospective written by Brad Ellis, captured by Brad Ellis uh, cut by me and voiced by me, uh, and, but if you are a patron of Easy Allies at patreon.com slash Easy Allies, $1 or above, you can check it out on September 19th, the Ooh,
3: day before. Day early. Cool.
0: Ian, how'd you do with your goal this week? I did it, I think. What was your goal, remind me? Do at least three voices. At least three voices. Man, we do voices so often, oh, man. Yeah, right. I just yeah, would I, <laughs> I totally forgot that was yep, a thing. Yep. I'm yep. going to say you did it. I think I'm I did I'm going to say you did I it. I think ben, I did it. Ben, how'd you do on your goal of staying happy?
2: I did pretty good. Mm-hmm. I would say the the like first seventy five percent of this podcast, I was yeah. flying high. Yeah, uh, we fell down a PewDiePie. Wall. It was a, it got, was a sobering discussion. It yeah. got very intense. Uh, and in so, <laughs> jubilation not the way to describe it, but you know, I I'm I'm glad that we talked about it. And so, I would I would consider it a success overall.
0: Johns, how'd you do on your goal this week of actively improving the podcast? I don't think
3: it's up to me. Uh, that was a good laugh we had. I think you did it. Yeah,
0: you, you you offered an ample, strange analogy for me to rip off, riff off of. And yeah. So, yes, Jones, well done.
1: And then laughed along with, with the right. group. You
0: know? <laughs> what was the thing that we laughed about? The I didn't remember. The guy, about. Oh, right. the guy talking about that Shenmue so 1 and 2. This is my favorite moment of the podcast. The systems are very deep. Yeah. You can get oh a Saturn. Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> my goal was to compare oranges to apples I think all of my comparisons in this entire podcast were kind of on point, so I think you I did one that on was really goal. bizarre in the middle there. No, it made sense though it checks out. It was kind of <laughs> apples to apples if you think about it. so failed my goal this week.
1: Fortunately, I'm about to listen to this entire podcast again. <laughs> uh-huh, I'll let you know.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Jones, you're just gonna find that I make 10 out of 10 analogies. This perfect entire analogies. Podcast. perfect right? analogies <clears throat> Who's in the bloodworth seat? That's Ben Ben. You win the right and responsibility to share your Twitter handle with the entire world. Mm. You get to promote any Easy Allies video you would like Talk to Talk about happiness. Yeah, uh, You get to uh, have the final word on anything you've disagreed with or want to reiterate. Or also, the recent trend is just something you want to say. You could also just say something. <laughs> and you get to sign off with your trademark sign-off.
2: <clears throat> okay. Uh, my Twitter handle is at uh, BenMore035. Uh, if you want to find me there and talk about video games. Uh, the video that I want to promote, I, I try my best to promote other people's videos, other uh, videos, videos, mm-hmm. um, because I'm constantly inspired by these guys and all the great work that they're doing. But I'm actually going to promote one of my own this time. Nice. Uh, just because it was such a pleasure to do. Um, I'm going to promote the... Uh, the metroid samus returns review because i had a lot of fun writing it uh it's it was a script that i felt the passion coming out of me and those are always the ones that i feel the best about and so i I want to share that passion with you
0: who edited that review ian edited (laughs) the review
2: no i have to say yeah i'm so glad you brought that up Ian did a fantastic job editing what is it
3: promotion 2
2: yeah, you get a promotion too. No, it's. I think sometimes these guys don't like editing my stuff because I'll like have a laundry list of like, well, this wasn't quite right. Let's change this. I, I you want to know? You want to know? You're pretty
3: nitpicky. You want to know a secret? Yeah, I I definitely. Cut, I know who I'm cutting for when I'm cutting a review. Oh yeah, I'm like, this is a Ben review. He'll he'll not like this, so I'm not gonna right. do that. I definitely I get. And very if very like this is a Bloodworth me. review, like I need to be very specific about right. stuff. If it's a Huber review, I'm like, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> But
2: cool. anyway, I, I watched the the Metro review and had absolutely zero complaints because Ian knocked out of the park. He did, Thank he you. Yeah. Went above and beyond. I really appreciate that. And I don't say that often. So Jones definitely. did a great job voicing it. Yeah, who does yeah. the voice? Wait, Jones, yeah. does Jones? No. Jones does a great voice. We did it. We, we did. Guys. No. We uh, did
3: it. Good review. No. Jones did a great
2: job voicing it. I, he. There are some times where I'll write a script and, like, I feel for Jones because, like, the way that I'm reading it is obviously not the way that he's going to read it. There's going to be some differences there. There's a disconnect. But, like, he said every line in this script the way that I envisioned it. And so that's always a treat, too.
3: I didn't want to paint Huber in a bad light there, by the way. No, no, no. I I I was just joking around. No.
2: Um, (laughs) What do do I have to say? The final word. The final word. Um, And your trademarks on it. The thing that I... The final word that I want to say is try as best as you can to... Have empathy to others. Try to understand people. Try to... Try to... It's it's easy to rise to anger. It's easy to rise to hate. Try to rise to love. That's that's what I want to say. Um, and my trademark sign-off, I guess... I haven't done this since E3. <laughs> I don't even know if I'm going to get the name right. <laughs> Akashic Records of bastard magic instructor i don't even think that's right but that's what it is that's going to be the trademark sign off bye everybody
1: i am enjoying these microtransactions